Okay, let 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 let's begin. Give me your beat. Episode 26. I'm Dave. And I'm Jade. And, and this is a spouse. And we're back. It's Thursday. Thursday. You're mixing two podcasts here. I am. Normally I say it's Friday, but it's Thursday. It is Thursday. We're doing the uh, Veterans Eve uh, podcast. Veterans. No, Veterans Day. Eve. Veterans Day Eve. Veterans Day Eve. Yeah, like Christmas Eve, Veterans Eve day podcast it's been a while uh since july i looked i looked the other day because uh, i was checking our insights on the soundcloud and you're uh, like nobody listens to our podcasts anymore it's we probably because no, we don't do them we have no friends we have no fans we have nobody there's actually like three we people no we have three people that listen we have no friends i got my peas out today popping yeah so shit i didn't take a picture it's okay we're going to take a picture right now. All right. Hold on one second. Extra, huh? Frankie? So, yeah, Frankie's on the table because uh, he needs a lot of attention. Oh, back in your bed. He's a designer dog. Come on, Frank. Sit down. Um, it's been a while. Halloween just passed. Good yeah. Good times. More kids or less kids this year? I feel like there's more kids this year. But I feel like they came out fast. Yeah, like they were out early and then it was over early. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I feel, I feel like it way. was kind of, they knew it was going to start raining sometime. I feel like the costumes were lacking a little bit. Yeah. You'd agree? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There wasn't a lot of creativity. Of course, there was a Jeffrey Dahmer. There's a couple of them. Uh, there was a rap group. What else do we have? A Little White Girls. That was fun. Yeah, there was six of them. <laughs> I got them to bust a freestyle and they did it. Three of them, they rapped. One line. It doesn't matter. Could you imagine, like, just randomly you're out trick or treating, and you got to like, you got to have uh, kahunas to do that. I'd say. You think yeah. they didn't pre have that line in case anyone said yeah, their I mom did, was probably like, "What if someone asked you to rap?" And they're like, "Ah." Uh-huh. You think their mom did? It? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I mean, they were set up perfect for it. It was a good time. I'm trying to figure out how to uh, mess with the lock screen here, but uh, lots been going on. Uh, we went to, gosh, where do we begin? Since well, July. July. <laughs> like, when we did it, did we I We went already... to Salem. I don't think we talked about you and I going to Salem, but uh, yeah. We, did we talk about in... you going to Salem? Yeah, I, I think thought so. We, I thought we went to, I yeah, thought we, we did it early in July. Yeah, we talked about stuff. Yeah. Oh. Trying to think. I got, I got, I got top. No, I don't think we talked about uh, Salem. Anyway, Halloween was fun. So we, um, I guess our festivities started uh, when we went to visit uh, the kids in Columbus. And we went to the zoo that day, remember? Yeah, that we was We were kind like, of putting our costumes together and stuff. Yeah, that was like the 15th or the 16th. hmm Yeah. 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 
What are you reading on your phone? I'm just looking at stuff, uh, topics, and then I'm trying to go back to see. Um, I don't know. To me, I just think about what all happened. We yeah, had, we got like a birthday kid, trip. We had yeah. a kid turn 18 in yeah, August. Let's go. Let's yeah, go. We had, yeah, we had our last, our, our baby son turned 18 in August, so now we don't have any minor children. They're yeah, all adults true. now. Like we've been kind of going through some stuff here with the uh, the empty nest thing. I think you know it's it's a new transition in uh, in our uh, adulthood life of like uh, you know the boys being more independent. You know, well for me it's it's and, not an empty nest thing because they still live here. Yeah, it's not an empty nest, so but I, it's more freedom. I would say more space. I guess for everybody. No, I just feel like it, the transition for me has been hard because. Um, it's like a hard transition from when they were, you know, when they're younger, you, if they're going to do something stupid, you can be like, no, you're not doing that. And then that's just it. Cause you yeah. know, you're the parent right. and you know, you explain to them why it's stupid and why they're not doing it. And then yeah. they can be shitty, but mm -hmm. you know, they are not doing that stupid thing. Right. You know, but then when they're 18, you can be like, oh, that sounds like a bad idea. If it were me, I wouldn't do it. And they're like, cool story. I'm fucking doing it. And then, yeah. They do it, and then they mess up, and then you're like, "God damn it!" But well, I think at that point it's just a matter of um, it's a matter of hopefully you've instilled the tools within them to not kill anybody um, or um, kill themselves, I guess. Right? Like, I mean, that's the ultimate downfall, right? Like, if you have a car full of kids and um, you know you're going down Rybolt Road. And you decide to go hill hopping and that car lands on top of the other car. You know, like that shit really happened and those people's lives were changed forever. Everybody involved in that. So I think at a point when you have kids, uh, you the anxiety never goes away, you know, because they, they're young. You know, we're more helicopter parents than our parents were just because of the environment, I think. Um, and not us, like you and me, I'm saying like our generation of parents are more helicopter parents because of what we went through, right? Like our parents, we're, we're almost to the point where like, we look back at our parents and go, did they even give a fuck about us? <laughs> really? You know what I mean? Because, and I don't know if it's just because they work so much, you know, or I don't know what, but you know, like I was gone all the time. You were gone all the time. Like everybody I talked to basically has been gone all the time. So I don't know roundabout way if you could bring me back in here. <laughs> I kind of went no, off I, on a tangent. No, it doesn't. I just, yeah, I just think it's hard. And then you hope that they're doing the right thing. And it's like, yeah. you know, I, the cars are a problem because they don't understand well, how, like. But how, that's weak. I look at us. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I'm thinking ahead. of the Hot Wheels, right? No, like go ahead. We bought Hot Wheels. We literally have a bin full of Hot Wheels upstairs. And I think specifically we're talking about Dade. You know what I mean? And, and we, you know, right. Like you grow up in that hot wheels. Like I was into cars, you know, I feel like you were into cars, right? The Woodward, the Woodward, what's it called? The dream uh, cruise. The dream cruise. Yeah. I don't, I think that just like helps them with their, like their love of cars. Like I feel like they, you know, boys like cars for the most part. Here's a question I have based off what you're saying. Do you think kids nowadays um, are safer are better drivers than we were because of video games, right? Because of the virtual world of being able to understand um, understand physics through a video game, right? Because stuff's pretty on par now when you drive a car in a video game. Shit looks real. Like, I'll see reels, and I'm like, so do you think? No, I actually feel like it's the opposite. 
I feel like they never, it's like they've crashed cars, they've driven cars, they've crashed them. They've never felt that the impact mm, of being in a car funny. wreck, yeah, you know, they, they've never way. seen the, you know, like the repercussions of, of crashing your car or dragging it alongside of a wall and fucking it up, mm. you know, like how much that actually costs. To you know, fix the, it, right, right. The consequences, and and the consequences, the consequences that, come, that yes. come along with driving right. fast, driving recklessly, essentially. Mm-hmm. I think that's something that they've learned through those video games. But, you know, I, I feel like, you know, when people talk about desensitization, mm-hmm. I feel like it's that, you know, because kids are like, oh, I play video games. It's the same thing. But it's not because, you know, you're going to die. Yeah. You know, it has real world consequences that you could kill yourself or kill someone else. Well, it takes you going to court and almost going to jail to realize those things, I think. And, you know, uh, yeah, we're talking about our own family. I, I had to do the same thing, you know, and I think when we look back on our past, there's a lot of shit <laughs> that we did that we're like, holy shit. You know what I mean? Like that could have ended bad, you know? Well, it's not. It's for me. It's not over because. Oh no! It's, it's definitely it's, not over. No, you know, no, no. Like the stress and the anxiety is like, still going. Even when they move out, it's it like won't if you get over. another reckless op, you know, you're going yeah, yeah, to jail yeah, yeah. for thirty days. Yeah, so it's like right. his first ticket in Ohio is a reckless op ticket mm-hmm. for doing twenty seven right. over the speed limit. Right. You know the the conditions were dry. Yeah, I, but I mean, I when you talk, yeah, I don't think it should have been a reckless op. Stop. I think he should have gave him a ticket for twenty over, twenty five over, but whatever it is. Here's, here's here's the other side of that, right? Devil's advocate, Dave. Here, he got pulled over before that ticket, and that cop he was going forty miles over the speed limit on the highway, and that cop gave him a uh, he gave him a break. Right, he was doing eighty seven and a fifty five. Eighty seven and a fifty five on the freeway. On the freeway, and that cop that day gave him a break because it was his first ticket, and he knew what he could have done to him. There's definitely stuff he could have done with 40 over, right? So that day he gave him a ticket 10 over, but there's no way on that ticket or whatever they put in their computer system that they didn't know that he clocked. I mean, they definitely knew that they that he clocked Who? him 40 over. Dave, Who knew that? The cop. Yeah, the, the cop the knew cop that. What clocked does that have to do with? The cop over. So okay. he's saying in the ticket, in the computer, whatever. When that second cop pulled him over for the second time, he's seen for sure. He didn't because it was in Kentucky. They're two different systems. Dade's Dade's ticket didn't even register in Ohio yet when we That's went to court. That's a question for a cop. When we went to when we went to court because the judge said this is your first ticket. You have no priors, mm-hmm. so that means that it hadn't been reported to the Ohio BMV right. yet. An Ohio cop wouldn't know that he got a ticket in Kentucky. That's the reason they ask you if you've gotten any tickets. Man, with the access nowadays and the cameras everywhere and feeling like you're on the Truman Show, there's no way they didn't know that. There's no way. So I'm going to disagree. We'll disagree. To, we'll agree okay. to disagree like we always do. But I, I feel like, yes, hopefully things and people learn lessons when they go into situations like that. Like that day was heavy for you and him. You know, I was at work. Like nobody ever wants to go through that again, you know? Right. Because, you know, I, I was super worried about it the first day because I had read all that stuff, you know, and then. You know, you him read? and his what, what that we? he could go to jail for thirty days, and then it was you know him and his friends, and he emailed some <laughs> Instagram lawyer, and you know whatever, and they're like, yeah, oh yeah, your first time there. for sure, you know. So then I kind of like, you know, Lax I was still worried bit. about yeah. it, but I wasn't as stressed, and it wasn't until we went to court, and you know, I think the thing that irked me about it is that like, you know, there's all these people there, and like the majority of them are 
you know, driving without licenses, which means they've been suspended before for their poor driving. They're still driving without a license. There was one lady who literally was the exact same thing that happened to us. It was a, a you know, a non-U.S. citizen driving without a license, no insurance, pulled a U-turn and totaled someone else's car. And she walked out of there with a $100 fine plus court costs, you know? And so well, it was like, it was like same the fifth... Shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was like the fifth case in, and here's this lady who caused, you know, damage to another family. Like, for us, when it happened, the person who hit our our car and totaled my car was, you know, they got a $50 fine. It cost us 10 times that, you know, just for our our insurance. You know, like, our deductible was $500, and because he was uninsured, it cost us 10 times what Mm -hmm. it cost him, you know, plus all the time and effort we put in. So I was just irked, you know, like you know, by the first people. And then, you know, Dade comes up and he's, you know, he's, uh, he has a license. He's in first defense. He's, he's fully insured his first ticket in Ohio, you know, no, there was no damage. There was no wreck. He was just pulled over. You know, there was no wreck. The conditions weren't bad. He didn't cause any damage to anybody. He didn't hurt anyone. He didn't hurt himself, you know, and, and the, the judge is like, this is a class four misdemeanor and starts talking about him going to jail when I've literally watched 10 people who were driving without licenses and three out of 10 of them caused wrecks, you know, just walk away like nothing. Yeah. And I just, it's like, you know, my son's not innocent. Mm-hmm. Like he did what he did. Yeah, but you they know, have but- to have seen the wreck too, right? They seen the wreck before where they both ran red lights. I'm sure they put that in there that they both ran a red light. You know, like here's this kid who right, had but I was there, Dave, and I'm telling you, the judge said read his record. He had no previous criminal record, I'm not arguing no with previous. You. Yeah, but the way you keep okay. saying there's no way, there's I'm no way. To just be the other but, side of like, yo. Well, like, then, you gotta but learn. we're not having a conversation. Oh, then. we're not. It's okay. like if if Go all ahead. you're I'll gonna listen. do <laughs> is disagree with me, then it's I'm like, not disagreeing with you. I'm just but saying like you weren't there, and you keep telling me there's no way the judge didn't see that. Well, Dave, I'm telling you, if the judge would have seen he ran a red light he would have went to jail for 30 days like the judge was very unhappy that he was clocked doing 27 over on route 50 you know, and it's yeah. like you keep saying there's no way, there's no way the cop in Ohio didn't oh, see no, the Kentucky, right. and right. it's just like, yeah. well, it's not listening. about being right yeah, or wrong. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's like not. it's like if you go and say something, I go, I don't believe that. No, it's not that I don't believe it. I'm saying like well, he it, had a wreck and a ticket, and then he got a third ticket with a reckless op. So there's a wreck, there's a ticket a in Kentucky, and then fault. there's another ticket. So there's three offenses since he started driving a car. So they've got to see all that when he was at court to say, yo, this is why this is serious shit. You know what I mean? Like people. No, it wasn't because that's the that's the minimum that you get for a reckless op. A reckless op is a is a fourth degree misdemeanor. Right. It, it doesn't matter if he had 87 priors. If he had another reckless op in the last two years, that would have been his second offense for reckless op. And the the it, the punishment goes up to so 60 days So basically what jail. you're saying is if he gets another reckless op. In the next two years. In the next two years, he's he can, in Fucksville. He can go to jail for up to 60 days. 60 days. And have his license suspended for up to three years. He's, so hopefully they hear that. He's well aware of yes. all those mm-hmm. consequences. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so people slow down. There's a lot of wrecks out there. We've literally totaled two cars in three weeks. We talked about that on the last podcast. If you didn't hear it, listen to it. Yeah, Yeah, not fun shit. So, you know, yeah, emotions are high in the household. (laughs) You can feel the energy. 
but uh, I refuse to let to lose. I think is the thing. Like we're all in it together. We all want the same thing. You know, it's like a big picture here. I think we're, you know, these are like little things in the big picture of life, but also like fucking learn from your mistakes. Don't go to jail, you know, like fuck around and find out, right? We put the reel up, you know, if you want to level seven, fuck around, then you're going to level seven, find out. And that's what happened, you know, except it was a lot of anxiety for you. And hopefully you feel like he learned, I think is where we're both at is like when shit like this happens, you got to learn from your mistakes. Well, he did you know, say we like talked when about he was my, up there. We talked about when I got in trouble when I was a kid back on one of our podcasts and I had to go in front of a judge. I remember being with my best friend, Don. We were skateboarding in front of the house. My mom was at work at the post office, right? We were doing whatever. We had the garage open and we're skateboarding and all of a sudden an unmarked car pulls up. This guy gets out and says, I'm detected, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh shit, what the fuck? And that's how it started, right? Uh, my friend was doing some shit and, uh, you know, up at the uh, Delshire Apartments. And uh, they thought that uh, I was with them. I wasn't. That was cleared. And then, you know, that's it. And then the second time we were doing something again and we were being ninjas and some shit went down. And, you know, we had to fucking go to a juvenile court, basically, you know. And that was when my mom looked at me and said, David, like, I can't help you here. And at that point, I realized, like, you know, fuck around and find out. So, you know. Yeah, I think that's the thing is that, like, you know, if Dade would have gone to juvenile court, I could have been able to stand up there with him and, like, help, right? But he's up there by himself. You know, he waived his right to a lawyer, waived his right to a trial. There, You know, I can't intervene. Right. But he doesn't understand what he was doing. And you're a mess, right? You're trying to hold it together as best as you can. Uh, I was nervous. I was at work just thinking about it the whole day. So, you know, and. Uh, when that shit's happening, he's got a car full of kids and he gets pulled over. He's not thinking about that shit. You know, I don't think any of the kids are. We know kids. I've coached kids that flip cars over in creeks that fucking ran off the road. You know, it's fuck around and find out. <laughs> it's literally that. You're, you told our boys when they were young, uh, you're driving a killing machine, mm -hmm. right? And I said when we lost both of our cars, we just lost two of our transformers. So we're on the same page of these fucking being machines. And I think it's like, yo, this is a platform where we can tell the kids that listen to this or the parents or whoever, like, slow down, you know, like, uh, there's places to do that shit. You know, there's car meets that Dade goes to where you can drift your car, you know, and that's the fuck around and find out, you know, because that's with your car now, you know, yeah. like you're not getting in a wreck. Now it's all on you. It's your equipment. It's your safety. It's yourself. And you're at a track where you sign up and, and you probably sign some waiver and go, all right, I'm waiving all my rights and I'm putting my life on the line in my car. And I'm going to go fuck my shit up safely, you know, and that's the fuck around and find out on your own, yeah. you know, and that's where we go. Yo, you have a nice car and you want to do things to it. Just know what you're doing. You know, you can really fuck a car up, right? Like, a, what is it? A Pulsar? Was it a Nissan Pulsar you guys had when you were young? Oh, yeah. My brother did that, though. So that wasn't from me. Is that a, a neutral drop? Neutral slams, yeah. Neutral slams. Yeah. 
I see all these meets now where like I'm, uh, you know, I'm on Instagram and sometimes the reels will pop up. It's mainly on Twitter. I see the shit. That's where you see all the dumpster fires, but it'll be like these car meets where, uh, you know, they're just doing donuts and shit in the middle of a subdivision or a, a middle of an intersection and some fucking dude or some chick or somebody standing on the side video and with their camera gets fucking fucked up, you know, like they're just doing donuts and then they're like, oh, you know, and they're. It's a video, and I, I watched a video last week of this girl. She was videoing, and this car's ass in just hit her, and she went up in the air, and I watched her head bounce off the concrete. <laughs> and, like, just watching that, I was I just threw up a little bit in my mouth, you know, because I'm like, holy shit, like, you, you can die from that. Like, literally, people don't think about that when they're out having fun at the bar and they're punching their buddy or, or not punching their buddy, but they're getting in a fight. I right? was like, punching their buddy. Not punching well, your buddy. <laughs> yeah, your buddy. You got some tough dudes, man. But, you know, like, you're at the bar and some fucking dudes popping off and, you know, you see all the videos, he gets clocked and then all of a sudden he bounces off the ground and, oh, shit. And then what? Like, is that a concussion? Are we going to see what that did five years from now and that video's out there and he comes back and goes, yo, man, I remember, you know, it's like... Damn, dude. I remember my uncle told me one time, uh, he was like, uh, you know, it takes more of a man to walk away from a fight than it does to stand there and fight. And that's some solid words from my uncle, you know, because some dude pulled a gun on him at Oak Hills. Pretty crazy shit. So I think about all those things with our boys, you know, when they're out and about. But what are you looking at? Why are you giving me that look? You're giving me this look of Gage too for his senior like like graduation present from us. We sent Dade um, to go to Astral World, which we talked about on this show last year in November. This around this time last year, Dade went to Astral World and all that stuff happened. So we we're trying to find a place for Gage, and Gage really loves the weekend. So we decided to send him to Boston um, to go see see the weekend at Gillette Stadium. So why did we pick Boston though? Because it was because we've been to Chicago and they've been to Detroit. Uh, oh uh, yeah, no, there was a uh, also like uh, Dropkick Murphys. He likes listening. To, yeah, just yeah. That's I mean that's it. It was just a new spot. Yeah, so it was just someplace new. So um, I got the tickets and then I booked the flight into Boston and then got you a hotel in like uh, Rhode Island. Was it Rhode Island? It was Connecticut. No, I think I it thought was it was Rhode Island, Providence. So yeah. we stayed in the middle. So like uh, you fly because, into Logan and because then, Gillette Stadium is like in the middle, mm -hmm. and then Providence, Rhode Island was closer to Gillette Stadium than Boston was. So that's why I booked it there. Right. Yeah. But Gillette Stadium was like in the middle. Mm -hmm. So you can talk about the trip. I didn't go. Oh, I was just. I mean, uh, yeah. Where do we stay? At? We stayed at like an extended stay. I think. Yeah, it had yeah. sweets in it, so you guys had a fridge and stuff. Yeah, we had a fridge and stuff. It was nice. It was a it was a good trip, but like it was a tough trip. I thought we talked about it. Maybe we didn't. So Gage when was did really. We go? It was just it was because it you was guys after went the, the you guys went to the middle of July, so I didn't think that we talked about it on the last show. But like, um, anyway, Gage after the wrecks, Gage got like super bad anxiety because basically horrible anxiety. Dade yeah. had almost died basically twice in 10 days and then and, i was in one with and the, dade and it was the day before his graduation party and people were coming from michigan so, to stay so and then all this, gage yeah. gage felt like it was his fault yep, he did. because he felt that energy because yeah. we were busy getting stuff together for his party mm -hmm. and i said 
Dave had taken Dade out that day to try to find a new car. And they had called me to come out and co-sign on a car for Dade. And I said, no, I'm not doing that today because I got shit to do for Gage's party tomorrow. So, like, we can do it on another day, but I'm not doing it today. Like, I need to look at this car, whatever. So they were on their way home and they were going to meet me at the um, car rental place because we were getting a, a, a rental car um, to replace Dade's car that had just got totaled out a few days before that. So we were finally going to be back to having three cars and we had been sharing cars for a few, like a couple weeks, I guess. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was on my way to meet him at the rental car place and then Dade got a, Dade called me and he was all in a, like all tore up and he said, uh, mom, we are in a wreck. Mom, we are in a wreck. I'm bleeding. I'm did bleeding. Did we not talk about this? I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember what we talked oh, about. Oh, yeah. So show. we talked about it. Yeah. So anyway, that we was the Autobots. Like, we got in a big ass wreck. It was a clusterfuck yeah, I know, of a but, day. But and then I'm just talking about the stuff we that We called happened. and, like, all the anxiety. We got to Boston. You know, it's like I looked it up. Like, Salem's right there. So, like, when we did this trip, it was like, uh, hey, let's go to Boston a day. You know, we got the concert. Let's go to Salem. Um, yeah. And, uh, like the best day was the concert day, you know, which, um, I think it's cause you can just get lost in music, you know? And that was the day I remember looking at Gage and saying, I need this Gage back. And it was a heavy moment, but you know, like we went to Salem the day before that concert. Um, and, uh, you know, like he just wasn't really feeling the energy of the, the, the witchy energy, you know, because you can feel the energy of the town and like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like kind of wing it guy. So I didn't really research a whole much, a whole bunch, but you know, you do a little bit of research and then kind of like when you get in there and then you leave, like you, you feel this sadness, I guess, for the whole place. Right. Because it's like, you know, all these innocent people died for people to take over property, basically, you know, and take over land. And then we're there, like, giving our money to that, you know, basically funding why all that shit happened. Like, big, deep picture, you know, but like that one house we went into, it was called the Witch House. And like, you know, we went in there and I'm like reading stuff and then you don't really piece it together actually you were the one that told me about like this is the lawyer that put to death how many it was one of the judges oh it was one of the judges that put to death how many 14 or something yeah something like that 13 so you're like in there and you're looking around and you pay you know i mean i 20 dollars you know i bought stickers you know and then you get out of there and you're like oh shit i just was a part of that you know because i wouldn't go in there if i knew that you know, I, I want to go and like learn about why, why they killed these people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like a lot of dark history and, you know, with Gage, like we've always felt like he has some sort of connection, which is weird to talk about. I don't, you know, to, but like he always wakes up at three o'clock. He always talked about it. He's always been vocal about it. I'm sure it's still happening. I don't know. You know, but, you know, when we were there, it just didn't feel right for him. You know, he, I know he gave his best effort to have fun mm-hmm. and that's all that mattered to me, you know, cause that concert was worth the entire trip. You know what I mean? Right. And so going there made me realize that this is more of a spot for me and you, 
you know. And so going into your birthday, um, I was like, where do we go? And so uh, I remember planning it and reaching out to, like, your sister, um, uh, your eyelash lady, uh, and just, like, uh, I think your brother, um, and just trying to get a feel for, like, if you've thrown any hints their way (laughs) of where, like, you would like to go. Uh, and all knows. So, uh, I just decided, well, uh, you got to go to the beach with your, uh, your native American group. Um, after like right after me engaged, we'll get back to that right after me engaged came back, you went to Boston mm-hmm. and then me and you went back to Boston. So it was like a three thing, like, you know, but, um, I wanted to go see the beach. So, um, that's where I was like, let's, it was between, it was, it came down to going back to New Orleans. Cause that's like your favorite spot mm-hmm. and mine too. I like New Orleans. I just like the energy there. It's like very music. I don't know. I, both. I like Salem too. Like, you know, and so the beach was Hampton beach mm-hmm. and, um, I booked our flights and, uh, what else? The A car. car. And then um, I started to look for a hotel, and I couldn't find any close. So then I was like, well, shit, um, I'm already in, right? We bought the flight. I bought the flight tickets. I booked the car. So that's where I was like, well, we'll wing it. That'll be the wing it part. (laughs) And that's where, you know, we listen to other people talk about Airbnbs. And so it was like, hey, let's fire it up and start that. And that's what we did. Do you want to talk about Airbnb? I'll pass it off to you. Oh yeah, that well, that was our first like time. Like our trip, like talk about it. Yeah, that was our that was our first time. It, so uh, using Airbnb. Um, so what did you think about going to Salem when you opened it up? How did you feel? Uh, I was excited because it was someplace that I always wanted to go, you know. But I didn't really know what to expect, I guess. And it actually was like, honestly, not what I expected. What would you? What grade would you give the trip? Be honest. You're not going to hurt my feelings. So, oh no, it was some place that I always wanted to go. So I give it you an always A. wanted to give you always, yeah, wanted, to I always wanted to go there just to see what it was like, you know, but like, well, I found out after this that you and your aunt went to a festival. What was that festival? Oh, those are just like, well, it's like a, it's like a con. Like it's not what they still have them. Yeah. They have them here. It's like, what? it's called like the, the golden light convention. It's at Sharonville convention center. Uh huh. Or guiding light, maybe guiding, guiding light. light. That sounds familiar. I think yeah, so. but they, you know, like I, I feel like every it's major city stuff. has like them where it's got like psychic mediums and psychics and tarot card readers and stuff. I feel like which uh, being into like Wiccan holds this. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? I, I think the thing for me is that it was different than what I thought it was going to be because when you engage went, you mm-hmm. went to all the stuff that I want to go to, and you all and you thought it was all lame. So you didn't want to go to it again. Like I want to go to the witch house. You didn't want to go there. Like I uh, want to go to all the historical mm. stuff. So I'm learning some but stuff. But we basically dude. ended up like wow. just going to the shopping areas. Mm. Okay. So like I feel like I don't know if I really want to go back there again. Like I would like to go back to Northampton I, Beach. I want to go back there again. I want to go back to Salem. So I don't know if you don't. And if you don't, obviously we won't, right? Like, we're, I'm not going to go to Salem without you. But, like, no, I had I so much that. fun that that city, 
to me is a city like Chicago. Like I look at Chicago as a city that I can go to and there's always shit to do there. That it's a fun city to hit. But like, like I, you feel like New Orleans is the same. I, like I New Orleans like to you was, is Chicago to me. So like Boston to me is Chicago to me. You're comparing cities. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying like to me, Salem's not Chicago. Like Salem is like it has a niche Salem's to New it. New Orleans. Right? Yeah, it's similar to New Orleans, okay. but like so do you like Salem More over New stores. Orleans? No. Because now, you've New, been Orleans, to New Orleans how many times? Three, right? Or four? Four. Four times. You've only been to Salem once. Three times. I've been there three times. I've been there once, twice. You've been there three four. Three times. You've been there be three four. times. I've been there twice. Oh, yeah, four times then. Who'd you go with four times? I I don't the remember. First time now. I now went I'm with, to remember. The first time I went with KZ. For what? When we first started working in Alex for the weekend. Oh, that's right. Right. That was the you first time I went with You guys had to go to KZ. a work trip. Right. And the you next and time, Casey went down there and she wanted to go alligator watch yeah, we, finding we, we in the bayous. To, we went to New Orleans for one day. Yeah. So we got there late Friday night. We mm. stayed there Saturday, drove back. Was that then, during Mardi Gras? No. No. It was the weekend before Mardi Gras, actually. Oh. Um, it was the Friday before Mardi Gras because Mardi Gras is on that Tuesday because it's on Fat Tuesday. Oh. So I went with KZ. So we went there for one day. And then I went with my sister um, when we mm. went for... Um, with the Native American group at my work when we worked in Huma with the tribe there. And then I went with you and the boys. We were there overnight. Right. I remember we got there Friday, went Saturday, and then drove to our Have hotel. Have been there twice? I know I went with the boys. Yeah, that was the time we went with the boys, and then the next time I went was with your sister. So you've been there four. I've been there once. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> so I like Salem. So go ahead, talk about it. I don't know. Did you? So we just didn't. There's not a lot to talk about about. It? No, there is. I just mm. I feel like you're bummed out now, but I just My? no man. Why mm. would I be bummed out about what? It's like the thing I like about New Orleans is they also have the music side, right? <laughs> so you can like go down, enjoy. Like they have different food. Who? Where in New Orleans they have, yeah, di- they have yeah. different food, and it's a, it's, it's kind of a, a, it's, it's a, a it's a party atmosphere. They got music going everywhere. It's not. It's Salem. like a good time. Salem is like darkness. Yeah. Salem is if you're really into the dark arts, that's where you go. Because like I literally, the night where we <coughs> where we were, excuse me, the night where we were walking around Salem, mm-hmm. and we were taking those pictures in front of stuff. I was like, hey, I'm photographer Dave today. Like, I literally felt like you could see witches flying around, right? And that's a weird thing to say, but, like, it's a movie to me, right? Like, I'm there, and, like, you could feel the energy of people. We walked through the cemetery late. You know, they were actually closed, so we were right there as closed, which... We didn't know, get to go through the cemetery. We didn't get to go th- through the cemetery, right? Just, and you wanted walked, to. Me and right. Gage did, and that's the thing why we got to go back. But, like, me and Gage did, and it was heavy. And when we got there... And it was late. That was even heavier because for me, that's when the dead's going to sleep. And it's like this whole passing, like heavy, you know, deep Dave thing, right? Like they're, it's their bedtime. And then we're literally walking around. Me, I feel like that's when they wake up. Is it nighttime when they wake up? It is when they wake up, but you don't want to be in there when they're waking up. You want to be outside when they're waking up. Let them come out on their own terms. We're not in there to say, hey, hey guy, come on. You know, I ain't trying to bring that shit home. He was like, hey, dude, I'll jump on your back and go to Cincinnati with you. Uh, I'll wait for him to come out the gate. <laughs> but anyway, like, my thought was when we were there, like, we started walking. Like, we had enough time. It wasn't it, the, the cemetery was closed. You couldn't walk through it. But 
there was a um a memorial, memorial yeah. of the the it looked like the, benches yeah the benches and it had like deaths like hung hanged and there was one that was crushed yeah that it was the guy the only guy there was a guy and he was crushed to death yeah he was crushed or was he separated no like something to there him. was one that was separated like separated where like i mean it's torture so you know you're like standing there reading about these people and they're right next to you I'm getting chills right now. Like they could literally be at the wall looking at us while we're reading about them, feeling it and just wanting to see our energy. Like that's how I think of that shit. Like I know you don't see ghosts like I do, I guess. Like you said, you know, you've talked about when you were young and that point where you were at, was it at your grandma's yeah, house? Yeah, it was at my grandma's house. And you, your brother, who all was it? Me and my brother. Just you and your brother? Yeah, so my grandma, my brother, my brother Steve. Um, it was just you and him. Yeah, so my grandma had this like pull out couch in her living yeah. room. So mm -hmm. she had pulled it out, and my brother and I were sleeping on it because I don't know what the next day was, but yeah. we were there for something. Mm -hmm. And uh, my grandma had this. Um, so my grand, my great grandpa had built this house himself. Um, mm -hmm. And like out of the vents, which were like actually formed into the wall, they weren't like vent vents. They were like made from the same material as the yeah, wall. Yeah, like probably wood. Like no, you know, uh, he plaster. Vent, or, yeah, he plastered yeah, so, it and probably tubed it. Yeah. So he he made it out of plaster. That's so insane. all the vents, like yeah. they had the thing to open and close, probably but they were all part of the wall. Phenomenally insulated. That, yeah, that, it was, was all just part of the wall. In the summer. Cold in the summer. Yeah. Uh you know, I actually don't remember it being real hot. Actually. See? So yeah, it was probably yeah. Because we nobody it, had air like. My, oh, your we, grandma didn't have air. Mm -mm. My grandma didn't have air. Then what did he vent air. for? Just for airflow. The heat. the heat. Oh, for heat. So we're there sleeping. I'm just trying and then, to think about your grandma's and then house we now. Like this, <laughs> all those yeah, memories like this, are coming up. <laughs> like water vapor come out of the come out of the vent and like was at the bottom of the bed and I like yeah. remember putting the blanket over my head. And thought I was like dreaming it, and then I asked my brother. What did about you say? It. Wait, it came out of the vent. Hold on, I didn't follow. It. it was the white apparatus. Apparatus? No, it was. Uh, it was like water vapor. It was like liquidy. What did water it look vapor. like? Did it just look like a cloud, or did yeah, it was, was like it in a the cloud. form of like a blob? Yeah, it was like a blob. But it you was ever like, seen the movie The Blob? No, have you? It, it's like it was like a it was like a person, but not a person because it was all water vapor. So, it was so there for was sure like, a person. It was a ghost. So there was like no arms or legs or face or anything. Do you believe in ghosts? Uh, no. See, it's interesting. I do. I do. I believe I can feel energy. I guess you know, and I think we're learning a lot of that because uh, you know. Our friend Sean threw up that question about are we into astrology signs? I'm not trying to deter this conversation. No, it's all part of the same thing, yeah, right? Because like, we had a tarot it's energy. I yeah. feel like it's gonna go we're talking about Salem, so we're you know, after we oh, went, the tarot cards after we and walked all that through shit, that. Yeah. I mean, we're still in it. Salem was such to me I had such a fun trip and I can see why you did it. Because the last time we did shit and it was so-so. And so this time we did different stuff. And you wanted to do the same stuff. That's why I feel like we need to go back there. Like, for sure, we're going to go back there on a weekend. For sure, we're going to go to New Orleans on weekends. Like, I feel like we, you know, we're getting to a point where we can go on these little weekend trips, you know. And it's not, it's not a lot, right? Like, it's not we come back a week and we got to look at our house 
you know, a I week felt like of the majority, two teams. I felt like the majority of the time we were in Salem was spent just like shopping. Yeah, like looking at shit. Right. Just checking it out. Like we went into that surplus store. You got that awesome belt you're wearing. Like that store was, it was cool. Like you could feel the energy of the whole city in one store. Well, the th- but because the, it's, it's all because used it's, stuff, right? It's all people's so, stuff. It's a, it's like a Saint did, Vincent de Paul. You know, it's like. But a, I'm it's saying, a like, you're bringing that stuff home with you, right? And there's energy in everything, right? Like, there's energy in that belt. Somebody wore that belt. Who wore it? What's the story, right? Every bullet has a story. I, I think about that stuff. Like, everything has a story, you know. And like when we went in that place, like, you felt it. You know, but there was so much cool shit in there. There was cool hats, like all those witch hats were in there. Everybody was, you know, there's there's like, there's this, uh, you can buy witch hats. That's the thing there. Um, you know, Gage didn't want one. I didn't want to buy you one because I said to Gage, we're coming back here. Like I knew at that point that we were going to go back there at some point. I didn't know when. It mm-hmm. wasn't like I planned at that point for your birthday, but like, to me, that city was so cool, I wanted to go back. And I wanted to take you with me to see how you felt. And knowing that you want to go back to do more is exciting to me. Because I had so much fun in our Airbnb. Right, you know, like we I would to like the to beach do that. that day. Um, it was so fucking great. Like, like, I could spend a week there, honestly, now. Because we've been there. Like, we can spend a week in New Orleans, you know. Like, that could be a vacation, you know. Like, this, and, and that's where I think of it. You know, like, there's places where you go for the little weekend blasters or where you decide, yo, we could spend a week here. You know, like, Nashville, probably weekend. You know, yeah. it's a lot of drinking. You know, if you did Nashville and hit Gatlinburg and did, like, the canoes and shit, that might be cool. You know, that would be a cool little trip because then you're in Nashville, you're partying the weekend, and then once that week starts, you know, you're like, or whatever, I don't know. how You would, like, canoe and stuff during the week. Yeah, like, get your workout and do all that and climb and and hike and go visit Cherokee Village over the mountain and go over here, and then that weekend hits, boy, we're in Nashville, we're going to uh, Kid Rock's Bar, you know, they're trying to shut that shit down, I don't know if you heard that. It's, like, five stories, I guess it's, like, it's rough and rowdy in there. Right. There's always fights, fights so they're, yeah. But, um... Yeah, Salem was cool. So, what do you think? Yeah, like, yeah. It's like I want to do the stuff where it's like you tour the mansions. What about of, yeah? Of there, like that, yeah. I want to do that or ghost tours. Yeah, like the yeah. ghost tours and you know stuff like that. Yeah. Like I felt like we just spent a lot of time shopping. I would like to spend more time in Boston. I thought Boston was super cool. See, I think that's I where like our balance do, is coming in. Like w- we're starting to learn this balance in life where these trips are teaching us that, you know, our balance is a fifty-fifty, right? Like mine might be the idea of this. And yours might be the, I'm going to put that idea into motion. You know what I mean? Like now that we're so excited about this trip, this next trip about to be fire, right? If we went there for a weekend, this weekend trip would be way better than the one we went on because we go, we know we're going here. We plan this shit out. We're going for a walk the first day so that we get a good night's sleep that night, you know, shit like that. And then the next day we're fucking in Boston that night we're going to go to a game, you know, we're going to go see the, you know, and it's like we spend the entire day in Boston. We go to those little fucking what did i say the uh, little speakeasies you know those are always fun when you see like yeah it's like i, was would, it I would like to do that yeah. whole trail that they have yeah. that historical trail that's like a mile long and in boston yeah in is boston. that the one at the monument it starts at the or it ends at the monument i think is that the well, freedom were trail? you and you yeah the freedom trail like yeah. i would like to walk that freedom yeah, yeah, yeah. trail like i i love history and yeah. uh, that would you know i thought that would be so fun and like you know just seeing the few yeah. that we were able to see when we were in north boston mm-hmm you know, was super cool. And I was like, man, I would love to see the rest of this. Cause you know, like really my whole life growing up, like I always thought that I would one day move to Boston. Oh yeah. 
You like that city that much. See, you're, well, yeah. because when I was a kid growing up, I always thought that I was going to go to college there. Where? So in Boston. So I used Where'd to always want to go to college. At? I wanted to go to Harvard when I was a little kid. Harvard, nice. So I always thought that one day I would end up in Boston. So I you like read up all about it. And you made the grades, right? Yeah, I could have yeah. probably gone to Harvard. I just knew that I couldn't I don't afford think it. Probably, I think you could have gone to Harvard. Well, you know, I think the way you think, you well, think. Well, the thing like was, STEM I didn't have anybody think. else who you know, like had gone to college. So it's like, I didn't, and I was just like, I know I can't afford Harvard. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I was mm-hmm. poor, you know, but then it's like, then you grow up and you realize like how much endowment they have. And like, I probably could have gone there for almost free, Yeah, but I didn't know that's how it worked. Yeah. We're learning know? a lot these days. You yeah. Know? But Access yeah, I, think, information. I think that's why, like when people say this generation is helicopter parents, I don't think that's true. I think that we just have so much more information yeah. and resources at our finger. But that's what's turned us into having names for shit, right? Basically, but it's I a just name for people who... We have so much more information in, at our fingertips, and we just, you know, have so many more resources that we're able to help our children with things that we don't need to actually do them to be able to help. It's right. like our parents, when they didn't, they didn't do things or didn't experience things or didn't know anyone else who did that, like Mm. they couldn't offer us much help and they didn't try, you know, but like for us, like we can just Google on our phone and be like, this is what you need to be able to do physically to get into the Navy. We tell our kids to do, you know, we've been preaching to them, dude, just Google it because like, there's so many questions now, you know, and back in the day you think about your parents answering all those questions, you know, and it's like, now we're just like, yo, Google it. Or, you know, you look it up or whatever, like I'll look shit up. And then it's like, now that's what they do. Now they're like, I'm going to, uh, work on my car and they do it. Or now I'm learning, uh, to make some food. I've got this, 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 and this. And then you type that in on YouTube and somebody shows you how to make a meal with it. You know, it's like you don't have to, it's right there at your fingertips, you know? Yeah, but, th- well, that's how I fixed my car. Like, to me, I Salem Salem was so, like, ham- like, we didn't even talk about the Airbnb. Like, we first stayed in our, we stayed in our first Airbnb, you know? We got on the app, we started our little thing. Have you ever stayed in an Airbnb? Did we no. have any? We didn't have no feedback. This was our first one. You know, we found this awesome little house in Hampton, which was what? How many, uh, was it about 30 minutes from... Yeah, from Salem. From Salem. Yeah, and it was like an five hour, minutes from the beach, and right? it was an hour from Boston. And it was an hour from Boston, and it was perfect. It was perfect. Well, the thing that was about it was like, for me, Airbnbs have always been a way for normal people to make extra money, right? right. Like, it, it, it started with like sleep on someone's couch when you're in an area, you know, yep. to save yourself money. And since then it's evolved into like these companies owning homes and renting them out completely for Airbnbs. And so I definitely didn't want that. So yep. I was trying to look through and found, and I found a family um, who had like this little apartment above their garage that they rented out, but they lived in the house. So it was like really a way for them to make extra money. Mm-hmm. And looking at it, I was like, this is perfect for Dave and I for this trip. Yep. Yeah. You know, it's private. It's got its own private entrance. Yeah. It's upstairs, you know, and if there's something really happened, you can get out of there by going like down these stairs and into their Do garage. Do you remember the people's names? I don't know. Maybe give them a shout out. Uh, no, I don't I remember. remember. I would have to look. Yeah, but, but they were great people. Yeah, yeah, they were nice. So they, when we got there, like they have a box so where like they the give you setup, a code. Did you just explain the setup? Yeah, like it was yeah, a no. house and then the garage next to the house, but then you like the stairway go to get above in. the garage and 
back, like up top of the garage was where our apartment, it was like a little apartment, almost like a guest house. Yeah. And it's literally today when I was delivering mail, there's a house on my route out there in Anderson and they had a guest house and I'm sitting here like, okay, if we're moving, let's get a ranch with a guest house because we have family from all over and yeah. they're going to come back. And if the boys move and they had wanna... their own backyard fenced yeah. in for their dog two, and then yep. they had a, a special area for the people who stayed in their thing and it had um, two Adirondack chairs and a table and a fire, like a little fire pit. Yep. And Dave and I would, we went out there and drank coffee last together. Day. Yeah, the last day we went and had some coffee and the neighbor came out and started talking yeah, about the, Tim Ryan and fucking. Because he, uh, like, because he was an ex firefighter and his, yeah. and one of his best friends was like the president of the firefighters union in Australia right. or something. Right. So he was asking us if we thought Tim Ryan was going to win. I honestly thought he would win, but yeah. JD Bands did. So what I was, but. We're, yeah, we're in some weird times. We're in weird times. Weird but times, yeah, yeah, that was our first time staying. We were literally like five minutes from Northampton Beach and that whole God, place man. is a vibe. Yeah. That's like, it's like an old 50s, like beach town. Yeah. All the, all the signs are like old. Like We seen a guy fucking take out a pole. <laughs> When we were at the we were at the restaurant and this dude like we're just all sitting in there and you hear like boom and everybody like turns and looks and then you see this guy like pulling away and he's got this sign like stuck to the bumper of his truck and then it starts pulling his bumper off you see it bending and breaking everybody in the restaurant's like oh shit and then he like takes off and then like two minutes later the cops show up you're like holy shit it and was then crazy the cops but pulled him over and it was a cool I mean you're right by the beach like. It was so cool. We actually spent the day on the beach. We went there and, you know, they, they, uh, they the Airbnbs, seagulls. they, uh, they, they were so nice. They had like beach stuff for us, you yeah, know, like on beach the towels, beach chairs, beach umbrella. chairs. They said, use it, whatever. The guy came up, they had cable. Um, it was just a nice, they had it a was closet awesome with like shampoo place. and stuff. If you needed yeah. it, we brought, we bought our own because we figured they wouldn't have it, but yeah. they had all closet and it was like fully stocked. Like it was being, yeah, like it was house. like. Right. It was like, hey, we're all people here. Just be clean and take care of the stuff. You know, like, don't be fucking weird, basically. <laughs> yeah, and basically. Whatever weird means to you. So but, the the feedback that they left us yeah. was that we were so quiet that they didn't even know we were there. We did have a fight there one day. We did have a fight there. We've been going through it, and we had a little tussle, and uh, Jade uh, put me in a triangle, and then we went to the beach. People are really going to believe that. No, they're not. They're going to believe you put me in a triangle? I put you in a rear naked choke on Eastern from That's your whole easy. family. That's easy. Like, I gave you my neck, too, by the way. So, you know, if you said I put you in a Kimura, I'd be like, oh, that's pretty good. Right? If you said Uma Plata, holy fuck, this is a, this, you She's very me. agile. She's you very agile if she, did, if she got you in an Uma Plata. No, I'm teaching you all this shit. I just taught you a collar choke. So now you're using that around the house. And it's a good defense method for any ladies out there. I'm going to say ladies because, you know, whatever. Men, no man's going to tackle me to the ground. <laughs> what? Until he does. He's yeah, like, hey, he I does. remember that guy. No, anyway, uh, a collar choke is when you take your right arm Okay, stay with me here. Visualize. I'm going to teach people on this podcast how to do a collar choke. Okay, you take your right arm. If Jade's facing me and I'm looking at Jade and Jade decides I'm going to tackle you and she goes in for a tackle, just like a football tackle, and she tackles me to the ground and she's 
inside my guard, which means Jade's in between both of my legs, right? And she's looking to punch me in the face. I'm on my back on the ground. So I have my legs wrapped around her waist. Now I can use those as defense mechanisms, but with this choke, what you do is you take your right arm and you go in for her right collar. Okay, and you grab that right collar, and just as quick as you grab that right collar, you grab the left collar with your left hand, and you pull those hands together like you're trying to make your hands touch, and that's going to hit that, what is that? Is that the the jugular vein and carotid artery? Good night. And that's how I got tapped out in the gold medal match of my first jujitsu tournament i was so tired i decided to pull guard on the dude and the dude decided to do a collar choke from the top so just as much as i could do it from the bottom jade could do it from the top too so just think of that there's always it's like playing fucking chess what's up peekaboo gage is here what is that you got to send that in Gage was happy. Gage has been wearing a heart monitor. Hopefully, you're not you're cool with that, putting it out there. If not, I'll edit this out. But, um, you know, with the anxiety, man, like, and I'm going to say COVID, like, pericarditis is a real thing. And so, if you're feeling some chest and you're feeling some anxiety and you're feeling some heart, like, take that shit seriously. Because, you know, but also, like, it could be anxiety. Like, here's a man that had a heart attack with heart problems just saying that all the anxiety I've been going through for the last two years thinking it was my heart was really just anxiety for where the world's currently sitting. So there's a little, uh, dad, a dad knowledge. Thank you, Gage. We'll make sure to ship that out. What time is it? It's eight 30. You got work tomorrow. Uh, by the way, you can drive my car. You don't have to answer that, but I was thinking it would be better than you could get off. Cause I will not be there to pick you up tomorrow. Yes, I'm off. It's veterans day, a national federal holiday. And I'm going to, all right, Uh, so um, that's the choke, folks. It's called a collar choke. Um, Put that in the bank, dude. So if you're, you know, whatever, man. It's better to do the jits than it is to throw the hands and do the Muay Thai. You know, that's how I look at it. And uh, I think if you could go back to certain situations, you would. And those are things that I've learned in my life. Where moving forward, you have to understand that things behind, you have to leave them behind. That's it. Yee-yee! Whoa. Yeah, yeah, young kids. Now. <laughs> I, I literally had that in something to do this podcast, and I'm going to do it. You just ain't going to know when it is, and don't even talk about it. But uh, Salem was fucking dope for me. I hope it was dope for you. I'm glad to hear it was an A+. plus, An A? You gave it an A, right? Solid A? Yeah, it was A. Okay. So that means we're going to go back. And to we me. We eat cannolis from Italian bakeries. We did. We did. I'm trying to think of all the shit we did. There were so many little stores. Like we just, when you go to Salem, it's, oh, it's we overwhelming. Lobster rolls. We, we ate, ate lobster, lobster rolls. Yes. It we was ate lobster season. Chowder. So. We ate. Yeah. Yeah. And, so and lobsters there were like eight bucks. Eight dollar lobster. Oh, it was so cheap. Was I mean, you're by season. the sea. You got to think like it's not cheap here. Oh, the thing that I learned while I was there yeah. was learn? that back in the day lobsters used to be looked at as poor people food because, I, I, because yes. people who were poor lived by the ocean and the people who had money lived away from the water and like up on the hill and stuff and everybody who like 
were fishermen or worked on the docks, they live by the docks. So what people used to eat lobsters and crabs and oysters and stuff was looked at as like poor people. You ready food. for some deep Dave here? And then it became rich people food. You ready for some deep Dave on that? Okay. So it's sad when you think about where we're at now and how expensive that stuff is and how cheap it used to be back then that now we're to a point where everything's so expensive to like live like just to live right and it's like yeah, when like, does it settle like when does it stop right like why is lobster so expensive now if back if in the you, day it was so cheap and it's like we can just go get it because if you, you lived know? in ohio you didn't eat lobster right and you shouldn't eat lobster if you live in Ohio. You should be eating catfish because catfish is probably pretty clean here and it's probably pretty local. Well, you should be, you, know? you would eat things that are local. The reason why lobster is so expensive mm -hmm. is because they have to, if you want it fresh, they have to put it on ice and fly it here. You ready for a deep Dave right, question fly it here? here? Or they have to put it on ice and drive it here in a couple days. And oh, I'm fixing my mic. Jade, you ready for a deep Dave question here? Should we be able to go to the store? and buy deer meat should i be able to go buy game meat um no why because it is not usda regulated mm. you don't know what kind of conditions that deer mm. lived in you don't know if they have any diseases so going back to the actual question in the beginning just because it's usda so if we move to usda and be able to grade the meat should it be able to yeah, Good. and they and we do, we, we do. do. I can go to Jungle Gems tomorrow How, and buy okay, venison. So then, should I be able to sell my meat to Kroger for them to make money off of that? If you're a if you're a deer farmer, yeah, okay. that's the plan. But if you're a hunter, a hunter, exactly. What if I'm a fucking beast but, hunter? But the thing is, what if is, I'm a beast hunter? Like I'll fucking save it. Like I can go out here and kill all these deer. And I like gutting them, and I like having it processed, and I could sell my meat out of my freezer. Do you think you should be able to sell that to Kroger? Are you willing to take on the responsibility uh -huh. that that meat is good meat? and that It's, it's got to be checked, though, right? That's the, that's the point. That's why I said if you're USDA regulated, then yeah. But if you're, if you're just a hunter. What's the USDA do to regulate meat? How do they regulate meat? Like, because they go to the in, farms. They go they, to the farms they and the they farms, see what they that is. They check the conditions the animals are living in. They check out their processing plants. So then How, we're going to get to a point Dave, where. If, but what? listen, if, if you could just go and sell meat to Kroger. Mm -hmm. Right? What if I say, "Oh yeah, I hunted." In no, 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 no. I understand. No, but I'm your saying point. if I, hunt I understand your point long term. Like I, I understand it. I'm saying, I'm saying we got to get to a point where like people have to have access to that meat. It's good meat, like elk meat, all that stuff. And like what's like local here? There's a lot of deer here, and I, see, I'm starting exactly. to see so, more deer. So for me, I would think that people would go. I need to make some money, and Kroger will buy this meat for me. So here's this deer I saw. This truck just hit on the side of the road. I'm gonna pick it up and tell him I hunted it. Like what stops them from saying that? No, but they're right. So right, that's what I'm saying. If you're a person, meat, and while that meat is being, but you processed, literally just said you would process your own meat if you're a no, beast you hunter have to and go you can process some sort it. of classes to be USDA approved for your hunting license, so that anytime I go kill a deer, that I'm already USDA approved and I know what I'm selling you, so I'm not selling you some bullshit. But Dave, like that's, like, 
capitalism doesn't uh, like you're going to cut corners. Like you're I'm not. I'm going to do it the right way. But who doesn't? I want people to get good meat. But who doesn't? But I want them to get good meat at the store. And what's local is deer. And like today, I seen deer all over where I'm at. And I'm like, let's eat these deer. Right? Right. And then you'll have to take on the responsibility that the But I've been USDA approved. I got it on my tag and I killed that deer. Okay, great. You're USDA approved. So you're the guarantor guarantor that if you sell meat to Kroger and the the deer has wasting disease and and 10 people get sick, that you'll you'll accept that responsibility Mm. just like like Tyson does. Tyson sells bad meat to Kroger. There's a recall. Tyson gives Kroger back all their money. Kroger gives the money back to everybody who bought it. So you'd have to be willing to do the same thing. Like if you're going to be a meat supplier to Kroger, then you have to take that responsibility. If you sell them bad meat that needs to be recalled or people get sick, you're you responsible for that. should be able to test that. your meat so quick. Nowadays. Like if I killed a deer, I should be able to take a sample of that deer, send it in, and within a day have a sample back saying, yo, this meat's good. Sure, but you have to. Sure, but you'd have to pay for that. What's the cost of that? Well, we're in a point where like that shit should be cheap now. We can literally spit in a tube, send it in, and they can tell us all about us. Yeah, but it's not in one day. Right, you're paying two hundred dollars. No, it's not. It's it's like for me to get mine back was three months. It was twelve weeks. So it's like, yeah, how much is it to send in a tissue sample and expedite it? How do you know that deer doesn't have tuberculosis? How do you know? Yeah. How do you know that deer doesn't have some Frankie, funk? Frankie, chill, dude. What's up, dog? He's taking a yeah. nap. I'm just saying, like, I understand dude, what you're I seen saying. The biggest and I think buck today. This if, thing was fucking huge. I feel like if, so if you raise deer like they do in Australia, oh. where they raise deer and they have deer farms, yeah. and that's why you can go to jungle gyms and you can buy fucking venison dude. and you can buy alligator and it's you can buy whatever you want. We have overpopulation and shit. Like, they're literally fucking killing uh, iguanas in Florida because they're overpopulated. Like that, I should be able to buy that at Kroger here. You know what I'm saying? Like, where's iguana meat that I can put in my chili from fucking Florida that they sent up here because it's overpopulated? So go to we Florida and hunt it. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, if you want yeah. that meat and no, you no, no, think no, no. you should get I'm, it, I then guess I'm kill thinking it. Like, you know, like, if there was a farmer who raised deer and slaughtered thing. deer. Then they could supply it to Kroger. Of, what is it down in uh, in the Everglades? Boas, pythons, pythons, Be- but they're What's not python meat. But they're What's not they're like? not indigenous there, so it but they're a nuisance. They're a nuisance, so let's eat them. Okay, so go down there and hunt them. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like that's what we got to do. But I I feel like that's the thing is that everybody wants all this stuff, but no one does anything. Like it's, it's the, it's the whole point in our politics. Like you listen to people and they sit there and they campaign and they say, we're going to do all these things (laughs) and they they do nothing. Right. That's where we're at. It's like, all I do is listen to people bitch about stuff and they do nothing about it. Like you're literally like, you're literally like, I should be able to get venison. Well, you can, but you've never gone. You haven't gone hunting as an adult. No, I can't handle hunting. Like I can't gut it. Like I can go kill it. Right. I know. But so when, when there's things you can't do. And all that shit. I'm soft like that. But if I could go to Kroger and buy venison from my buddy, who's a monster hunter, I forget it. Well, then just get it from your buddy. Who's a monster hunter. Like, there's nothing stopping you from giving your buddy $100 for half their deer. That's true. Like, nothing's stopping you except but for it's you. it's keeping... It's keeping what? It's keeping... What's like, the, uh, poor people don't have the access to that or do that. What do you mean? It's way yeah, cheaper. It's do. way right? cheaper as, as, way, a per, yeah. as, a, as a poor person to buy a deer license for $12 
and go hunting than it is to to pay some. It costs more if you process a deer yourself. Yeah. It's it's super it. cheap. If you have to pay someone to process, you're talking a couple, two or three hundred bucks for someone yeah. else to process your deer uh-huh. for you. So right. then it starts to get expensive. But like, what's the cost of buying a whole cow and having it processed? Yeah. Like we know. Yeah. You know, but people who are poor aren't buying T-bone steaks. You know, they're buying yeah. hamburger and making it last. What did we do in Boston when we were there? We went to North Boston and walked all around and seen. Is there any shot? Like we went into the we went into the Boston team store, right? No. We didn't go in that. No, I never even seen Fenway. <laughs> we didn't even go there. We went to Boston the first day we flew in. Yeah, right? and then yeah, we, we checked in that night. Yeah. To our, what are we, I'm just trying to think. We ju- we, we stayed in North Boston and we we walked over. I thought we did something. We walked in that little. Yeah, we took a nap. That's what we did. Yeah, we walked in chairs. that. Yeah, the Rose Kennedy. That's right. We walked around. We're like, the Rose Kennedy tired. thing. Yeah, yeah we cool. sat in the sun. It was like a smell park. They had like the little park in the middle of the city, I guess. Right. Yeah, it's called North it's Boston. called the the Rose Kennedy Greenway. Rose Kennedy Greenway, yeah. Mm-hmm. They had like we swings. went to their Holocaust Memorial right there. That's it. Yeah, we did do that Holocaust mm-hmm. Memorial. But we just stayed in North Boston. We went and seen uh, what's his name. Yeah, the British are coming. The British are coming. That guy. Oh, uh, uh, fuck, Paul Revere. Yeah, Paul Revere. I can't yeah. remember his name. Beastie Boys. They got a song, Paul Revere. That's how I remember. It was fun though. I had fun in Salem, and then uh, what? Then Halloween started. Right? Is that it? September? What am I missing? I can't think of anything else in September. September. I feel like I'm missing something. Yo. We're going to take a break. We're back, bitch. Yo. We're back, bitch. Gangster. Gang, gang. What? Come get some. That was weird. What's weird? Fuck with me. Come on. That's what it sounded like when I used to play G.I. Joe's. Yeah, you got a fake fight, dude. My dad my dad used to put shelves up. He worked for this shitty company called... I've talked about him before on here. They're a real piece of shit. If you're going to get shelves for your house, don't go to them. Uh, they used to have these little end caps, so when you cut shelves, they'd be like metal, right? Because you got to right. metal cut them. And they had these little rubber end caps. We, my dad called them titties. <laughs> He's like, hey, pass me some titties. And they were like these little rubber things. And what I used to do was they fit perfectly on my G.I. Joes, and they looked like boxing gloves. So we'd have boxing matches. And that was it. You're like, and that was it. <laughs> yeah. They would, you know, when you got your G.I. Joes back in the day, like the fresh ones, they would like hold their position. So mm-hmm. you could like get them in a position where they're like fucking the dude up and just kind of twist their hips and, <laughs> you know, but then like as they got aged. older and aged, they wouldn't stay. So like they were all like, you know, it sucked. It took more work. I remember me and my best friend, Dave Willis, we, uh, we were like 15 and I went over his house. We were about to, like, go out, you know. So we, I got over there early. And, uh, no, I was driving. So it was, like, 16. <laughs> and we got the G.I. Joes out. 
And we were laying in his living room watching TV, trying to play G.I. Joe's, and it just wasn't the same. Like, we got the, there was, like, a space shuttle that you could have. And if you opened the top up, you had, like, this whole little play center inside. It was, like, man Barbies, basically. When you think about Barbies back in the day, but, you know, then you would, like, fake fight. Like, I remember being real young, and my dad, you know, because, like, our summers, you know, we didn't have babysitters. So, like, my mom worked all day and my sister would be I don't know your babysitter I don't think no because like my dad I would go to work with my dad so I we didn't have a babysitter trying to remember but like my dad would be like hey you want to go and I'd go to work with him I'd help him or I'd play in the dirt you know make like Mm -hmm. pretend scenarios you know it was cool because like you know you'd go to like a new house and it was being built so like you know you it's all muddy. So you'd have like, you know, cool shit. <laughs> I'm like going Lots back like, yo, yeah. This whole scenario. But yeah, then were the days. Yeah. Now kids don't want to work. <laughs> what? You weren't working either. Ew. Well, I was going through some shit. Let's be honest. But you're right. Yeah. Oh, you're back then? You're talking yeah. about back then? <laughs> you're like, now kids don't want to work. It's like, bro, you were like eight years old at your dad's work like playing in the dirt like you were not working <laughs> I, just, I know but it you were at felt your dad's like work. the you time where i needed to throw that out there <laughs> but i'm just kidding dude both of our kids are going to work they got work tonight i'm literally upstairs you know getting coffee because we uh took a break real quick so i had to make and another probably cup of coffee. going to bed no, listen, get, stop interrupting me. I'll fucking come over your ass. I'm going to show you what that is. The guy who interrupts so, says to stop interrupting him. Got it. <laughs> Dude, I will rear. Please go ahead, <laughs> sir. Anyway, I was upstairs getting my coffee, and I was like, I'm going to make the boys lunch tonight so that they can take it to work tomorrow and have lunches made. That's it. That's all interrupted. That's it. That was nice mean? of you. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna do that when I go upstairs because they like ate all the fucking cornbread. There was oh. two little pieces up there. I was like, motherfucker. I put them bitches up, made me a plate, and threw it in the microwave. They're like, that's for me. Yeah. So, looks good. I'm waiting to eat. Very. It's a coffee. <laughs> so, so Jade. Yeah. Got a question for you. Oh, gosh. What do you mean, gosh? This is fun. This is how we keep it moving. Questions are my favorite. That sounded facetious. True story. Ready for this question. Why did Sprite change the color from green to white? I know. That's why we're playing the game. Go. So Sprite changed the color of their bottle from green to white because when the plastic's floating in the ocean and you see a green bottle, you know for sure that's a Sprite bottle. So they changed it to white so that it wouldn't be as easily identifiable as ocean plastic. And so the moral of the story is, let's get back to glass. Stay away from the plastics. Yay! 
young lads, we're here. I just wonder how that's going to sound <laughs> in somebody's know. headphones or car. It's going to be it like literally maxed out. I know, dude. It will be pretty loud. It's all right, dude. Even the dog was like, what the f- I told you I'm going to drop it. We're not even done yet. I, I might have another one of those. So, you know, it's in the phone. But um, I'm trying to think. So you went to Boston right, what, like two weeks after me Actually and didn't go to Boston. No, where did you go? I went, you to, went Connecticut. to Connecticut. That's it. I went to Connecticut. So what was this? This was for your works, uh, the Native American group at your work that mm-hmm. you're a part of. Yeah, it's called the Native American What Network. is your position with the group, Jade? Oh, I'm the geo site leader. The geo site leader, which is our main, um, like our general offices in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. So uh, we went. This is so, a group within P and G. Yeah, so yeah. it's an affinity group within P and G. Like we have an African American group. We have like a like a Chicano. You got Latino all the groups. Group. Yeah, that we have like gay group. We have. This is a company group. that makes you feel included. Yeah, like you can bring your whole self to work, mm-hmm. and they're interested in learning about you. And so anyway. Uh, the NAN network every year, uh, what's NAN stand for? NAN stands for Native American network. Cool. So Did you say that already? Yeah. Awesome. Um, so every year, uh, we, one of our sites sponsors us and we go to that site. So when Dave said I went to Boston, it was sponsored by the Boston site, which is our Gillette site. Um, but we actually worked with the, um, the Pequots. Um, we stayed at the Pequots hotel mm. um and we went to their museum um but then we did community service um with the Poconocket. so like mm. they're in rhode island right yeah yeah they're in rhode island but um the pequots are in um they're in connecticut so they uh i used to go there when i was younger for powwows they have where this- where did you say sorry i'm trying to follow along too oh so when i was younger we would go to the Pequots. Oh yeah, where you were reservation, at. yeah, and they. What do you mean when you were younger? When I was younger, when I was like in college, we would go there for a powwow. They have a big powwow. Oh, that's right. That's right. Every year, yeah, called. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, they did at that's the right. time. I don't know if they still have it or not. Mm-hmm. Well, I think they do. It's just not what it used to be. But anyway, it was. Um, it's called Skamitsin. Um, Skamitsin. Can yeah. you spell that? Uh, S C H E. S C H E. M I T Z E N. Skamitsin. Hmm. If um, you got it wrong, maybe someone will let us know. Who knows? It yeah, sounded it's good close. to me. It's close. Skimitskin. Skimitskin. Yeah, What's so, the other powwow? Uh, Gathering of Nations. That's it. That's the other one. Yeah, that's in, uh, yeah. Uh, that's in uh, New Mexico. Yeah. So anyway, you were there with the Pequot. So we went to- we, Is it Pequot? How do you yeah. spell that? <laughs> P-E-Q-O-T. P-E-Q-O-T? Yeah. Okay. Pequot. I've Pequot. seen that. I've yeah. seen it. So uh, they're um, so they have a big casino there. Um, so anyway, we stayed at their casino and we did like our awards and stuff that we have there, like our actual annual meeting because everybody from um, all around the country comes to that one location. So we have people from California, Arizona, uh, West Virginia, Louisiana, you know, basically everywhere all we got a plant. Yeah, Utah. Mm-hmm. They all come. Yeah, people come in from other. No, probably not. Right, from other what? Other um, countries? No, no. They're all in North America. Like right. we don't even have Canadians come 
Canada has their own group. And okay. Yeah, they're, you guys, they have yeah. their First Nations right. groups. Yeah, so, so anyway, all over the U.S., people come in. Yeah, we all come in. in for the, it's like a weekend, right? It's, it's a week. It, it's a week. It's okay. Monday through Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, normally, people fly in on like Sunday or Monday, mm-hmm. and then they leave on Friday or Saturday. They make a vacation of it, really, right? You said some people that come in early, they hit the casino. Yeah, and they then... just have to pay their separate right, spot, right? right? So, right. like, they have to pay for their out own of hotel. Out of yeah, pocket. their own hotel right. those two days. You're like, yo, and I'm own... going to work for the week, but during the weekend. On Saturday and pocket, Sunday, I'll, I'll rent my own car. Yeah, 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 I'll rent my own yep. car and pay for my own room. Because mm-hmm. my work is going to pay for the flight. So, even if you come in a couple of days early, as long as it's not far from what you want. They won't even let you rent the car that you're going to use to go. No, because you're talking about renting a car for five days or renting a car for like seven or 10 days. Like that expense can right. pop up, you know. So anyway, um, so, so we, you get there. We stayed with the Pequots, and then mm-hmm. uh, the, we do like a community service day. So we drove up to Providence. Um, and well, I thought you learned. You guys learned some history, though, right? Yeah, like the you, Pequots. You like, like we a went his, to their museum. Day, you go to the museum. Yeah, we do something with the tribe that we're staying with. But mm-hmm. normally, the same tribe that we're staying with, we normally do community service for. But like the Pequots were like super rich. Right. So like they don't really have community service they need done. I understand. So like Yeah. When I was right. a, when well, I was they a have kid, the casino, correct? Yeah, they right. have they have the What's casino. What's the casino? It's uh the Rising Sun. That's it, Rising Sun. Yeah. Um so anyway, like w- when I was a kid growing up, like people used to always talk about maybe one day like growing up and marrying a Pequot boy because they had so much money. Mm. So all that they all had these like they live in a gated community and they Can got I all do these an fancy ad here? houses. Can I do an ad here? For for a free ad. This is a free ad for a TV show that we're watching currently on Hulu called Reservation Dogs. Check it out. Free ad. Pretty good show. What a season is it? Three? Two. Two seasons. Just finished. It's a good show. I know other people are watching it, but it's about Native American culture growing up on a reservation. It's really cool shit. All right. Anyway, back to the Pequots. Uh, so we went, they have this museum. It, Normally you it, do uh, for one. This time you do it for two because they have money. Well, we didn't. We didn't do any community service with them. Mm-hmm. We did, did community it. service with. How with did you get a hold of this other? Did they reach out? The you reached out to them? No, oh, no, no. Okay. So the Poconokets, um, a girl, on, so the Pequots were the ones who have the casino and they have right, their own museum. You reached out once they said they didn't need help. You said you guys reached out to somebody else or something? Yeah, or? the Poconokets. So the Poconokets, um, a girl in our, in our group, uh, her name's Kat. She's a member of the Poconokets tribe. So she hooked us up with them. They're actually, they're not federally recognized, so they don't get any sort of funding or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so they don't. They don't get like uh, health services or they don't have a reservation, like none of those things. So, um, you know, they're not tribally, they're federally recognized. So mm-hmm. we went and we helped them. They had some stuff to do. So I went to yeah, this. sent some pictures. Yeah. So uh, feather. Don't forget that. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. I'll right get to on. it. So yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. so they have, um, no doubt. Yeah, so they have uh, their chief, his name. Uh, well, they don't call him chief, they call him Satchums. So what? what? You skipped over that. What? They don't call them chiefs? Right. They have a different word. So that's that's important because people well, use Im- that word freely, right? Is that not a word yeah. that should be used freely? This is a moment no, to teach, so, I guess? No. Well, no. So, like, it's not that. It's, like, the English word for the leader is a chief, right? But, like, Satcham is their word for chief. Pequot. Pe- or- uh, the Poconokets. No. Okay. So we're at the Poconokets place. And that's their word. That's their word. Their word is what is it? Satchem. Satchem. 
S-A-C-H-E-M. So anyway, C-H-E-M. So their leader, his name, so the English people in that area called him King Philip because his his real name was Medicom. So um when they went when what did they you say Medicom? Medicom. How do you spell that? M E T A C O M. Nice. Medicom. That sounds like a fucking transformer. Yeah, sounds like Megatron. Very powerful. So I'd it, stay with that one over at King Philip. Well, so Medicom is his name, but Medicom when Medicom is his name. Is his name. But when when the English met him, they were telling him about their king. And he goes, well, what's your king do? And they told him, and he goes, oh, well, then I'm a king here. <laughs> then I'm the king here. Fuck yeah. So then they started calling him. Shout out to all the kings out there. They started calling him King Philip. So there's actually, they actually ended up going to war, and it's actually called King Philip's War. Mm-hmm. Um, Google this shit, dude. Yeah, so anyway, there's this area. So Brown University bought up sacred Poconoket land, mm-hmm. and it's behind a giant... Um, uh, what's that dinosaur movie? What's the dinosaur? Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Uh-huh. So you know those giant gates they open to go to Jurassic Park? Yeah. Yeah. So like Those are like locks, right? Yeah. So Brown University bought this chunk of, of uh, Poconoke land mm-hmm. that's super like uh, super special to them, right? Mm-hmm. And it's basically, it was the seat of King Philip and he would sit there and that's where he would. So he would sit in this area and then it had an open area where like other people in his council would sit. And then there was an area where the drum would sit. Mm -hmm. And then along the edges of this like mountain up it. And then across it is where his warriors would stand. So you could like literally stand there and just envision all of it. And then there's this rock that looks exactly like a turtle. But it's natural, and it legit looks like a turtle. So this turtle. is where, so this is where it'll be important later. I got so, a turtle. So anyway, we spent <laughs> we spent the whole day like cleaning up this area. So yeah. so like uh, this guy that works with us, Brad, he uh, climbed the rock face and cleaned off all of the like the moss and stuff that was growing on the rock face. I spent the whole day like raking leaves all day long so much so that i like had blistered on my hands um and it like hurt like to do stuff (laughs) and they they were gloves uh they did but they weren't there but because it's a sacred place uh, only only six of us went initially and then they they had to like um they like we had to get saged because it's a sacred place so they had to smudge us right to make sure that we didn't bring any bad energy in you're like you're like glossing over a lot of shit we could get into like sage right some people don't know what sage is why is sage important to native american culture well like it grows naturally here in the united states mm-hmm. like it's not from all they around say the world. sage your house why would you sage your house well it helps to get rid of like bad energy bad energy that you have what else did you say there was another word there well it's also like it you know like cleanses you essentially of any like negative energy that you have before you enter like a sacred area. Like, so normally like before you enter a powwow circle, um, like, so do you get saged while you go into the powwow? Like if I'm just a normal guy and I want to come witness, you know, not when you're going into the powwow, like if you're going to like a lot of times they'll have like a medicine man there who will be smudging people. Um, like like before you go, do you tip? Like, is that something you would tip people? 
or no? No, like you're not. I'm trying no. to understand all this. I've never I been know. to I'm one. So to, you okay? I'm go ahead. Trying to explain it. I'm being curious, Dave. Here, let's get I'm it. Trying to answer your questions. Oh yeah, let's go, babe. So like, he'll so basically comes up and he has like the the sage burning and then he'll like waft it towards you and you'll waft it towards yourself, like towards your face and oh, then yeah. like push it down. I did that to our house. <laughs> Yeah, so. I walked around our house with the grass I cut from behind the, uh, behind the fucking, the uh, the Spart Sparty Flex, all that grass. I burnt that shit and walked around the house to like, just feel like get bad energy. Go ahead, sorry. Okay, yes. so so you sage and so they smudge you, yeah. Yes. So they smudge it's you. Called smudging. It's called smudging. Okay. So anyway, they like so they smudge you and it gets rid of negative energy and then you can work there, right? So. I like spent the whole day. Well, then, as like so people you used to work at powwows, I so it depends. So like, so no, I didn't use the work. So at MSU's powwow, I was on the powwow committee, so I worked at the powwow. Like I worked to register dancers and take their money, and register drums and take their money. Are you in the yearbook? The yearbook. Does Michigan State have a yearbook? I don't even know. I have no idea. I honestly have no idea. Damn, I never... dude. I don't think Dave, so. Dude, what's up? Do they have yearbooks for colleges? I don't know. Anyway. I, I don't remember getting a student picture taken besides for my <laughs> That's funny. Except anyway, for go my ahead. ID. So anyway, uh you used to work those and so you were at this you were at I don't know, Skamitskin? Is that what you were talking about? No, I'm talking Original. about when I was cleaning. When we you were, were cleaning, you guys got smudged. We got smudged. Let's get back to that. Before we're cleaning, and then we spent the whole day cleaning, and, and as were people working, were finishing yeah. their jobs up at other you places, getting bit by shit. I thought you were texting me that you were like getting attacked or something. By... Oh, there was a bunch. Oh, I got the hiccups now. There was a bunch of bees. They had That's a million what it was, bees. bees. That's what it was. Bees. So everybody was stressed out about the bees, yeah. and yeah. like bees have never bothered me. Mm. Like I got stung by a bee when I was like real young. Like in diapers, but I have never been stung by a bee since then. I just feel like I don't fuck with them, and I feel like if you're just like cleaning up an area around them, like they're not gonna fuck with you unless they're you're like, like banging you on you their shit. Yeah, yeah, like that's how people, I'm not. That's I'm not life. <laughs> it's like I'm not banging on the log that they live in. I'm raking leaves around it. So as long as yeah. I'm not like messing with them, they weren't right. messing with me. But everybody was like stressed. They're like, "Oh, have you ever been stung by a hornet before?" I'm like, "Uh, no," because I don't fuck with them. Right. Like, I feel like they can feel your energy and they know if you're there doing shit to like ruin their lives or you're just trying to help. So I feel like when I go in, I'm like, I'm here to help. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not like spraying them. I'm not trying to kill them. So it's like, I'm not, I don't understand people getting stressed. Well, but. I think people get stressed out because they're like me, you get stung and you blow up, right? Like there's only one, be I think it's a yellow jacket. Yeah, if I get stung by that's a yellow a different jacket, scenario. I'm... I'm allergic to them. So if they didn't say, hey, I'm allergic, can we get rid of these? You know, if it's a problem, I would be like, yo, if anybody's allergic to this, don't work over here. This is for us. Work over there. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, it's like you're yeah. outside, so you're going right. to encounter bees, you're you know? And it's like the that. thing yeah. is, is that like... Was if, everybody pretty prepared? Like, did they have the shoes and the proper attire to oh, like, yeah, do all yeah. this stuff? Yeah, yeah, okay, It was yeah. hot, too, because it was July. Yeah, yeah. You know, so like I always wear jeans, but I was wearing a t-shirt, and then yeah. I had a hat on and gloves, and yeah. yeah, but we... So as other people were finishing, like, the different areas that they were working in at, like, different locations, they would mm -hmm. come to our location, because ours was just, like, gigantic, so... Every time they came, like, the medicine man had to fire his kit back up and smudge new people. 
And Was I think it? we ended yeah. with like, I think we ended with like 80 people there just working because there was so much work to do. And the thing about it is that like, because Brown University owns it, you can't like cut down any trees or anything. You can only like clean up what's already down. So like when stuff was growing, like you're not allowed to cut it down, you know, because Brown University owns it. And the thing is, is that's that what it was. Yeah, that's I wanted. I was curious about that. Like somebody owns it. So anyway, yeah. So they were they yeah. actually took them to court um, and said, like, they're not upkeeping this area like they bought this. This is sacred to us. They right. promised to upkeep it and they're not. So they'll go in and they'll like blow up some trees, but then they just leave them downed right. so that they can say, look, we are doing work here, but. So we spent the whole day cleaning, and then at the end, there was just uh, me and Brad left, uh, and we were talking to the, the medicine man and his wife, and um, we now we cleaned this whole area all day, and we were talking about um, this hawk that would fly in and, like, would watch everyone at that place. So, like, we hadn't seen a hawk all day, like, had not seen a hawk. And uh, this medicine man, as he was sitting there, he was talking about how, like, when they're cleaning or when they're doing ceremony there, this hawk flies in and watches what they're doing the whole time. And they say, like, they feel like it's a spirit of, like, a previous person, right? And then all of a sudden in the background. That's why I can't believe you don't believe in ghosts. All of a sudden in the background was there's a feather, a hawk feather, just, like, There was a picture of it, too, that you guys had, and it was, like, on a tree trunk or something. Yeah, it was just sitting there, and we literally had cleaned that whole area. So it wasn't, like, you know, it it was just weird the way it happened. It just, like, this feather appeared. So, like, Brad had said to him, like, are hawks sacred to you guys? And he goes, oh, yeah, they're super sacred. And he goes, so would you know a hawk feather if I brought it to you? And he goes, oh, absolutely. And he goes, well, what is this right here? And he goes, "What, what? And he turns, and there's this hawk feather just, like, sitting perfectly next to where uh king philip would have sat just sitting there as if like someone had laid it there Mm. but there's video from it and it wasn't there and then it was and that the and it definitely wasn't the medicine man or his wife because they literally were sitting at this table the whole time right so the med uh um brad went and got it and uh gave it to the medicine man and he said no this is for you he goes, you're the one who've seen it. It was seen meant it. for you. Yeah. So he gave it back to Brad, and Brad said, you know, he was honored. What did Brad do with it? You know? He took it with him. I know. What, do you, what, what did he do with it? I did don't know. Do I didn't ask him. Oh. I feel like that's his own personal story if he wanted to share it. I don't know. Was he? Is Brad from here? Where's? Yeah, Brad is from Cincinnati. He actually, um, he, uh, he's like, uh, he's an engineer, and he is like super talented with nature so like is this the guy uh that built the teepee yeah he's the guy who built the teepee at wooden hill okay and then um yeah and then yeah he canoes he he's out in the woods all the time like camping out in the woods what's his name brad something i like this i remember so um he he's so talented when it comes to water that like um like the the seals The military, the, military the SEALs, okay. um, have him set up their, route. like, water routes. Like, not, like, when do they do. Remember neighbor Dave used to do that? Do you remember talking to Dave that one time? No, I just knew he was a CIA agent. Okay. Not that he ever. He used to route, he used to route, uh, him and his wife used to go on, um, they used to go on sea adventures. And that's what his son used to talk about, being alone because his mom and dad would be on an adventure. 
Oh, so this is like um, every so, year yeah. they have like the Navy SEAL games or some shit, right? Like the yeah, Army so Rangers what, and SEAL right. games. So he sets up. But this guy will be like in the woods taking a call. Right, like I yeah. remember being yeah, at like home. You're like working from home, and I'm off that day. And he's this dude's like on camera, and he's got a fire going. You can hear it, and he's got a tent behind him that he made. You know, or I, you know, is it called a tent now? Yeah, he was I'm in being a tent. Politically correct, like oh, I, I didn't know if tent. he made a tee, a teepee. Like, no, he was in a tent. He was in yeah. a tent. And uh, but um, he was doing a. Yeah, he was just doing a call from the woods, but he, yeah, but also like, like if someone is lost at sea, they call him uh-huh. and he'll, he'll give them, um, based on the time they went missing, the time they left the area they were going, he'll give them like a 10 mile re- search radius nice. to like find someone who's lost. So at I sea. think like in life, these are like the goats, right? And, um, like, uh, going a little deep here on this guy, Brad, like to me, like, there's certain people that are good at things that, you know, when you're looking to the future that you need around, you know, and that those are, like, skills that, you know, unicorns maybe, right? Yeah, yeah, he's like, definitely a unicorn. That's it, right? Like, like he <laughs> sent me um, he sent me an email talking about the TP, and he, like, everything was so, um, yeah. like, it was just such detailed, like, uh, he was just like, uh, we got these you know, the, the posts for it and they're right. this by this, by this, yeah. you know, right. like they're this long by this wide. And then he said, like, I had to design a cart for them. So it's, it's this, and it's using this size casters. And it was just yeah. basically like everything you needed to know to ever replicate that again in another location. It was just like, uh, having everything just like finally drawn out for you where they're like, Hey, I, here's a table. I need you to make 50 of these. And you would go, okay, and these are the directions. Mm-hmm. So he's just he's just really a really like high skilled engineer. Yeah. So um yeah, but he built the teepee. But it was me and him and then uh like we left and we went back to to finish out the day and they, you know, like we did a round dance and mm-hmm. um yeah, and then we came back home, you know, did and showered and dance. stuff. What's the round dance? Basically Let's like everybody that. How like, many people from Cincinnati go? Like, how many people are in the group here go? Is it like three or four? Or is it a big group? Uh, you said there Cincinnati? was eighty people there. Oh, there's more than there was more than that, but like, from Cincinnati, it's like probably like six or seven, probably. Nice. Six or seven. Yeah, the biggest group is in is in Alexandria. They have a shit ton of people in their group. Well, Alexandria is down. What's the uh, what's the thing? Huma is it? That's not Huma. Yeah, like Huma, 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 because Huma is where we went. That's the Huma and tribe that's in we Alexandria, helped. Alexandria, right? No, that's that's, with, uh, that's south of New Orleans. But like Alexandria is like uh, the like is that the different. Tungsi. Is that a different tribe? Huma yeah, is that a tribe? Yeah, that's a tribe. And so who's like the, the tribe from Alexandria? Like the Biloxi, then? the the t- it's called like uh, Tusky Biloxi, Tunsky. Yeah, yeah. Tunsky Biloxi. Right. Yeah, but uh, there's a bunch of tribes down there, mm-hmm. you know, because it's right. all like along the water or whatever. Yeah. Plus, they were being relocated from the east to the to the west, so a lot of them, like as they're moving along, they like stop there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. but yeah, that was our that was our Thursday, and then yeah. Friday we came home. Yeah. So like Monday and Friday are like travel days. Yeah. And then Tuesday 
is like our our annual meeting and then Wednesday is the day we spend like learning about the tribes we're working with and then Thursday is our community service day where yeah. we spend the whole day doing stuff. Working. Most of the time, like when we come, people just underestimate how much work we're willing to put in and how hard we work when we get there and they'll like run out of stuff for us to do. Hmm. But literally at that, like that area we were in, there was just so much work to do that if everybody was there all day, like we probably would have finished it, but we only went to the turtle. This is why the turtle's important. So the turtle, um, basically we learned with the Pequots when they were doing education on the day, like how important the turtle is because like um, they call like, you know, they call the United States like Turtle Island, right? Mm-hmm. And basically if you flip over turtle, mm-hmm. it has um, 28 squares on it. Did you hear that in there? No. Okay, cool. It has like 28 squares on it, mm-hmm. which is the 28 days for the phases of the moon. Right. And then it also has uh, 13 on its back, has 13 larger squares, which is like the 13 different moons of the year. Mm-hmm. So they're just saying like how turtles are connected for the earth and the, and like the, like how the earth is along with the universe, right? Like right. the yeah. years and the. And then also for them, like every moon was a different kind of moon and it would be, they I feel were that's like, about- uh, uh, like deep. I feel like that, like, that's why we're connected, you know, like you and I marriage wise, 22 years, like thinking about you, your nationality growing up, the moon, the connection, me, spiritual, spiritual, spirituality. Yeah. <laughs> spirituality <laughs> why can't i say that word spirituality yeah that's, that's it ting yeah a little ting uh i have yeah, a like hard that. time with because compartmentalize like, compartmentalize yeah see i hit that pretty good i feel yeah, like I, I struggle to say spirituality it. yeah so i think that's why like we're connected like you know Deep think, deep thinking is like you know, like going back to Sean asking the question about like, are you guys into astrology? No, I'm not. Like literally, just got into it kind of more than ever after Salem. Really, like mm-hmm. going to Salem kind of sparked all that up because while we were there, we had our cards read, right? And we had them read by uh, fuck, I forget her name, Danny, Danny, Danny. Yeah, and uh, it was a very heavy experience. We'll say, right? Like, um. Like, the way she shuffled the cards and would, like, compartmentalize the question that you gave her, right? Like, your question was about Gage. Right. You know? About his mental health. About his mental health. And she went into some things and, you know, and then it was, like, so long because I was so interested in it, right? Because I didn't think about that. And I think when you asked that question, I was like, well, my question's not important enough. That is very important. Right. That's how I felt in my head. So we, we talked about all that for a while and then we got to our question and, you know, well, was ours a, it, wasn't was a, a question. it was a, it was a read together and she drew yours and read it to each other. Right. It wasn't a question. I know how it was. And we, we're not going to get into all the details of it, but it was a pretty, I would say heavy uplifting experience, right? Like almost an evolving experience to s- so to speak, because I, I, 
I'm just recently getting into my uh, working on the laptop and being more familiar with that that I've kind of gotten away from. And like pulling and going through pictures, one of the pictures that popped up on my um, going through all these pictures is when you first read your cards um, in our living room when we first moved in here. You read your own cards, mm-hmm. and uh, I took a picture of it, and then there was, like, some energy that we picked up in the picture, I remember, and it was, like, right after your mom passed away. I think I remember that. Like, it was a heavy experience, and you thought that that kind of represented your mom. So I think bringing it around town, coming back around, like, you and I, that's why we're so connected, because we're both earth signs, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so we value the earth. We value culture. We value um, future, you know, of our children for us, for our legacies and shit, you know, and it's like, that's it. You know what I mean? And going to Salem kind of opened my eyes to that, where I feel like maybe, um, um, New Orleans is like that for you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, coming around, it was a, it was a, it was a big thing. You know, I had a good time, but yeah. 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 And I think, uh, you know, like I've expressed wanting to go to a powwow. I've never been to one. You know, oh, we've yeah. been to Mer- huh? Well, we went to uh, what was that called? That that was that was actually okay. Yeah. It was a small scale one. Like I want to go to a big one where it's like a weekend, make a whole thing out of it, go to parties with friends. You know, like I'm sure you have friends that we could hang with, right? That are in the culture and that would go to that with us. I don't know. Is that a bad word to say? Culture. It's like. Is it Church. degrading? I'm not trying to be degrading. No, yes. like it's, yeah, like after everybody will get together and eat food and hang out. Yeah, and hang out, have a party, and then the next day is something else, you know, and then. Next day, powwow all day. That's what you do. Is it, is it powwow the whole weekend? Yeah, so it's, it's all like day. A, it's like a convention, basically. It's mm-hmm. like us going to Normally they have, so like if, it, if it's a competition powwow, like they'll have grand entry. So when you get there, you register as a dancer, they give you a number, like, uh, the head dancers are making sure that you're at every grand entry. So you get points for grand entry and then you get points for your, you know, uh, when your song comes up, like, so whatever you dance, whenever your song comes up, like you dance and you're competing against and they give you points for like how good you are and not as well as like your regalia and right. You know, all that stuff. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's important. So like normally the grand entry on Friday is like at five o'clock and then, like, on Saturdays, it's, like, normally, like, noon and five or, yeah. like, it'll be, like, one and six. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes they'll serve food to the dancers and drummers uh-huh. at, like, in, in between sessions. So, like, so first session did you ever from dance like in any of these? Have yeah, you... I did. I did. Um, I danced at, um, I'm trying to think when I was in college. I did one in at Rankin Pow Wow. Did you have the whole regalia and everything? I actually I've used my friend Angie's. pictures of yeah, you in that. I actually used my friend you Angie's have regalia. Of that? I actually don't. Oh. So if anybody's listening, any, any of Jade's friends out there that might have pictures to that, uh, DM, us, DM us on Instagram on a spouse podcast. I'd like to see some of these pictures. And, and moving forward, like me and her both, you know, <laughs> I think it'd be cool. Anyway, so you borrowed your friends? Mm-hmm. What was it for? Oh, like, you know what? I, di- I actually, when we were, in, we went to a, a powwow in North Carolina too. And uh, my friend, I borrowed, when we were at Rankin, I used my friend Angie's. Um, she's a northern traditional dancer. Uh-huh. Um, and then, like, uh, when we went to um, North Carolina, um, 
I used my friend Melissa's stuff. She had extra stuff. So I did like, it was like woodland, but it was still traditional. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yep. Go ahead. Keep the flow going, dude. I'm just writing shit down. Yeah, that's um, cool. Uh, shit, so. So, but like, uh, we've been to powwows all over. Like, we've been. Yeah. Like, we've been to Haskell Indian School. Yeah. Um, We went to uh, North Carolina. We went to one in Nashville. And it was super sketchy. And we were staying at this hotel and like a guy literally walked past. It was a motel. So like a guy literally walked past our oh, our hotel with a knife. Uh, so in your window, you guys were on the bottom floor. This is why Jade, everywhere we go, well, has it's to a motel. book us on the fucking top floor. Like literally ninth floor. And I'm always like, fuck that. If the elevator goes down, I got to walk up nine floors. Or like if there's a fire, we got to <laughs> Yeah, but the thing is, is is that's a hotel. Like we were staying at a motel, so yeah. it's like you you're outside and you walk up to the room, and then there's a window that faces outside. So like we're literally in our room, and we were sta- we we're by the stadium. Like we stayed at a hotel by the stadium, so it was already like not a good area. Yeah. And then a guy walked past our window with a knife, and we we're like, oh, we're out of here. So we all like loaded our shit back up in the car, and we drove we drove to North Carolina. That yeah. night, and then we slept on a floor at someone in someone else's hotel. Some random person? No, somebody somebody we knew, but oh. I'm saying, like, yeah. we slept on the floor at a hotel in North Carolina because we had spent our money on the hotel in Nashville. Yeah. So. Been there before. Yeah, that was an adventure. Uh, like, we literally went to that hotel, and um, when we were leaving, we stopped at Taco Bell, and they were owl meat. <laughs> Oh, that's the worst. Yeah, I so they were they into, were out of meat. Uh, so then we like drove. when you go into Chipotle, they're like we're out of we're out of uh, burritos, we're out of uh, we're out of uh, what do you call it? Whatever, it, it, anything. Like when they're out of lettuce, it's a bummer. You're like, come on, man, get it yeah, together. We, we're you? we're coming oh, back from uh, Haskell Indian Nations powwow, and uh, we were driving back to East Lansing, and uh, we we're in our my friend Christy's car and her car just stopped working. Like we were driving and the Dude, whole that car is went some dead. Fucking reservation dogs type shit. Well, we were for in, real, we were real. in Lincoln, Illinois <laughs> and uh, it was all farmland and her car just stopped. And what had happened was it ended what up happened was it ended up grounding out, I guess. And it shut the entire car down there. So we were in the middle of nowhere and I'm like running across the freeway to get this farmer's attention. Cause he's like plowing his thing. <laughs> And I'm like trying to get his attention. How'd to you like get his attention? Get, I was w- waving my arms. He was. Was that when the twerk came out? No, this is before <laughs> twerking. So I was just waving my arms, and he wasn't paying any attention to us. And then all of a sudden, this guy pulls over, and it ends up he has a he has a shop. So he goes and he gets his tow truck. His name was Chrome Dome. Get in. No, so. He- <laughs> So he goes and he gets his truck and then he's only got room for two people in the thing. So he tells us he's not allowed, like we're not allowed to be in the car when he's towing it. But if he can't see us, then he don't know. So like. Oh, he wanted you to put his mouth on. <laughs> what? Nothing. Go ahead. Continue He's driving two people in his tow truck I and then know. me and Angie yeah. were hiding out in the back of the car he was towing because you can't have people in the car when Oh, towing. there was people in his truck he was towing there was, and you guys sat in the car. No, there's, so he had the car. He came and got the tow truck to get the car and there was four of us. So oh, oh. he only has room in his, oh. in, in his truck for two people, but there was four of us and uh-huh. he's like, I'm not going to leave two of you on the side of the road. 
Oh, I forgot there was four. I thought there, there was, was four only of two. us. Yeah, no. there was four. So, so you dr- you guys sat in the car and we ducked hid down? in the back in the back seat <laughs> nice. of the car as he's towing it. How long? <laughs> I don't know. It's probably like a fifteen minute drive. Uh-huh. So Christy and Teresa were in were in or no, Christy and Angie were in the tow truck, and me and Teresa were in the back of the car. Um. So then we went and uh, he took it to his shop, and uh, there was nothing there but a hotel and a Cracker Barrel. So we spent the whole day at the Cracker Barrel. <laughs> Really? Sitting on their porch in their little rocking chairs playing checkers That's and stuff. why you like Cracker Barrel so much. Then, it fucking makes sense. And then um, we didn't have any money because we had been at a powwow all weekend, yeah. and we were on mm. our way home. So we had, like, filled the car up. Yeah. So we didn't have money for a hotel. So Christy's dad, all the way up in Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan, booked us a hotel room so we had a place to stay for the night and paid to fix the car. And it took the guy, like, so we were there the whole day and most of the next day. And then we finally made it back home. Those are things that shape you in life that you have to go through to make you a stronger person, I think. And I think that's uh, uh, like what we go through now, you know? Yeah. I think kids have to go through adversity to see um, that things that we preach to them, you know, we're not fucking around. Yeah. You know, and I've literally had a talk with our boys about like, look, man. Uh, I'm your dad, and there's no way in fuck's hell I would cheer for you to fail in life. Yeah. So don't look at me as a man who's going to cheer for you to not be more successful than I am in life. You know, when your drive is to own expensive cars or live on the beach, I'm all for it. Like, fucking go for it. I'm still grinding to get where I got to go. So if you find a better way to get there faster fuck's sake do it you know what i mean yeah and that's where i'm at like that energy is what we need for yes. everybody so we yeah. we all went to skamitzen yeah. uh and then we stayed at uh, a hotel right on the ocean in rhode right. island yeah. and um, was this the one where you could wake up and just see the ocean no this is when the hurricane came in oh. so there was a hurricane so we had to stay at the casino mm-hmm. because we could they had closed down rhode island so we couldn't get yeah. back so we had to stay at the casino mm-hmm. so that was crazy and then uh, oh, I just seen the, no, I just seen the flashing over there. It caught my attention. I thought the TV was on. Oh, is there fla- what's flashing? The LED lights. It changed color, so I thought oh, it was. I thought I the you. TV was on because I just oh. seen movement. Yeah, I was gonna turn it on. I'm sure there's some sports going on right now. But yeah, uh, but um, like the we were supposed to go back the next. So you year, got like all I these sketchy like, stories, and I want to like smoke dance. These are like all the stories I want to hear. What smoke dance? Yeah, smoke dancing. Smoke oh, dancers are fucking cool. I think they're all real cool. It's like, to me, uh, I think that's what I learn about you that I think um, I'm excited for the future is to learn more about that culture. You know what I'm saying? Learn yeah. more about each other's culture. Like, go to Germany on a trip and, you know, go see those historical sites. Go to Ireland, shit like that. Eventually, when, you know, shit calms down overseas. You know what I mean? Because, like, I'm I'm all about the energy here in the U.S. right now. <laughs> You know, we're not fucking oblivious to what's going on. I I don't want to get into it, but like, you know, yeah, like I want to do all those things. I want to go see the, you know, like when we took the boys to uh, the mound, what was that mound called? Oh, Woodland Mound. Isn't that, isn't that where we went? Uh, we went to, so I'm pretty sure Woodland Mound is over in Anderson. It is is in Anderson, but where we went. I drive by that every day. Yeah, but we didn't, we went to. We went to Indian. We went to. Up by there. 
No, right. it wasn't that far. It was up 74 or up uh, 71. Um, God dang it. What's it called? I don't know. Um, I have no idea. Dang it. It doesn't matter. Somebody it does matter. It does? It does. But, right, I, I'm sorry. It, but yeah, I'm sorry. We, we went to Powell up there. I took Gage to the Wolf Sanctuary. Um, ow, ow. And they had a powwow you there. Gotta, you have to have that, right? Ad libs? Like the wolf? Mm-hmm. Let's hear your wolf. Nope. Why? Good. Okay. But I took them to the Wolf Sanctuary and they were having a powwow there. Yeah. Then we it's got a into what? what? What are you talking about? I'm trying to remember the name of that place. I don't know. Then Halloween came. Ooh, all the spooky shit, man. And that's where you said, I'm going to be a witch again. And I said, I'm going to be the voodoo daddy. And you're that witch, right? You're that witch. Yeah. And uh, we went to we went to the thrift store so that I could uh, piece my costume together because uh, we're we're fans of the cosplay. Like you're fans of furries, I'm more fans of cosplaying, right? I'm more fans of people who cosplay different characters and shit. So uh, that's it. You know, I bought a uh, trench coat. I bought some old uh, old slacks and uh, cut them up, made them look kind of, you know, and then painted some bones on them. Spent the whole evening painting this thing. And then the next day I woke up, it was all dry. <clears throat> and it was fucking glitter, see-through clear paint. So you couldn't even see the bones, just glitter. So I had to repaint it again. Um, it turned out cool. I'm sure people seen the pictures. I made a couple reels. We got a couple reels on our spouse podcast. If you haven't looked at those, check them out. They're pretty dope. And while you're there, make sure you give us a follow. Give us a like. Share us to your friends. Listen to us like on Spotify and shit. We're on like everything. Um, Yeah. Yeah, hit those follows and share us. Uh, we got people in Frankfurt, Germany listening to us. So shout out to you, whoever you are. Yo, reach out to us on Instagram because I'm curious. Because, like, uh, we go through our um, our statistics every now and again just to see, like, you know, what's popping, you know. Um, and, like, I fucking enjoy doing this. And uh, Jade enjoys doing this. So, like, you know, we're going to try and be more talk about it don't talk about it be about it that's my energy um but jade's looking for something so i'm just keeping the flow going i'm staring at this fucking well i'm trying to remember the name i'm staring at this fucking jason Voorhees art piece that i did for a local fella uh i'm gonna keep uh anyway dude this thing i spent fucking 50 hours on this thing and uh, the dude didn't pay me the money for it. So it kind of sucks. And I just want to fucking give it to him because it's pretty personal to him. But then I want to give it to the fucking actual Jason, Kane Hodder, who signed a picture at last year's Astronomicon for you. Uh, I actually fucking worked out with him in the gym, which was crazy uh, when we were up there. I, uh, that morning I went to work out, I walked into the gym and he was fucking in there pumping up the arm and I'm like fucking Kane hotter. 
And he like looked at me like, ah, oh, fuck. He gave me that look, but I was so pumped, dude. I was like, fucking Jason Voorhees? I go, you mean I get to get a fucking sweat on with Jason Voorhees? And he kind of laughed, and I go, fuck yeah, man. And that was it, right? I didn't want to bother him, keep it moving. So I was like, man, if he's there this year, I might just fucking take this piece to him. Be like, bro, put 50 hours in it. I made you a reel. Make sure you uh, co-tag yourself in it on the Insta so that it'll be on your <laughs> fucking Insta page. We get that little slapper, and then, uh, you know, people get to see this shit. It's pretty cool, man. There's a fucking Jason. My favorite one was when he was in New York. I don't know which one that was. What It was a Jason Takes Over New York, and that shit was fucking nuts. So we should watch that again with the boys. That'd be crazy. I've never seen it. Oh, fuck. I'm writing it down, dude. Jason Takes Over New York. Yep. It was pretty dope, man, because he's walking around New York just slaughtering motherfuckers. Now, I don't know if it'll hold up, and if it doesn't hold up, shout out to Rob Zombie. Maybe you can remake that one. Unless it's already been fucking remade and I'm just stupid. Jason takes over New York. Yeah. So what are you looking for, by the way? Or are you just listening to me talk? No, I'm trying to remember the name of the thing. Like, it's oh. not. It's what thing? That place up there that we went to. <laughs> I don't know what you're it's talking not about. Serpent I don't think anybody's even thinking about that right now. I am. Well, you might be the only one. People are listening to me just fucking ramble, and they're like, is Dave high again? No, it's just Cincinnati. Like, Dude, Cincinnati I bought this area. shirt. So I, when we were in Salem, we went in this fucking cool-ass place, and shout out to you, Queen, for taking us in there, basically. I don't know what drew you in there, but like, I didn't see this place when I was there with Gage, right? He wasn't really feeling the shopping shit anyway. But anyway, it's called Black Cult. Black Craft. Black Craft Cult. Yeah. So they're on Instagram at Black Craft Cult. So if you're into the Wiccan or the witches or the devil and you're into the Jesus and all the shit, like me, I'm into everything. I bought this sweatshirt. You told me to buy it. I like the uh, Illuminati. It's got like an Illuminati symbol on the sleeve. So I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'll buy that. But like I didn't realize Satan was on the front of it. <laughs> right? Because like... I'm not real big into Satan himself. I'm into like the idea of the opposite, right? Like we got all the Jesus people over here and then we got the Satan people over here. Say, blah, 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 right. Cause we're always in that opposite shit. So it's, that's fascinating to me that, you know, it's just like, like anytime we go I to think, a, I think the thing is, uh -huh. is that you're uh into religion but not really into religion so like you know some religious stories but like you're not into like uh religious imagery right so like, like of I course think we you wouldn't know from that apes you know what i'm saying but i'm like, saying of course you wouldn't know that you know you have a picture of the devil on your shirt no but i felt like, of course it you i felt it no but i felt it when you wanted me to get this like i i knew I knew the horns. I knew what it represented. I knew it looks like a priest. I knew all the things. Like the imagery is all I needed but to see. Hold on. The it, reason on. I Art liked guy. it was yes. it reminded me of the dark crystal. The the bad guys in the dark crystal look like that. So I was like, I love that movie and I like that jacket. So you're saying I'm a bad guy. Yeah, Dave, you're the bad guy. Crisp. Have you ever heard? Was that loud? Yeah, that's so loud. Like, 
Oh, the boys it, are this sleeping. Is, and this is going to be blowing out. If people are listening to this in their car all of a sudden, it, that's going to be okay. so loud. Nope. This is 53 minutes into the third. I'm going to listen to how loud it is in my headphones. Okay. Hopefully yeah. it's not that loud, but it's, it's, it's not, loud in my head. I'm going to put you in an arm bar and take a picture of it. Oh, my God, bro. What? Whatever makes Tough. you feel like a man. A man. I'm a man. I'm a man. I put my wife in an arm bar. No, I don't. I'm telling all my Dude, man time, friends. I don't tell my man friends. No, I got that. Know what I, I did to my wife? I put her <laughs> in an arm bar. About? I literally got bruises. I got bruises all size. over from you I biting am me. Alpha. I'm like to get bit all over. Alpha, you're an alpha. We got a fucking house full of them. The rising. We got our two dogs are alphas. They piss all over each other, nonstop. Frankie's like I'm little. He pees. Rascal comes over, pees. Yesterday, I'm walking Rascal. Rascal goes to pee. What does Frankie do? Walks right into where Rascal's peeing so he could pee and gets peed on. Cool. Yeah. So, anyway, this fucking sweatshirt Boy has life. gotten more uh, questions and looks and ever. The most attention, I feel like, of anything I own. I got some cool, drippy-ass shoes. I got some pretty sick uh, hockey sweaters and uh, football jerseys and other jerseys. Uh, but this sweater is just, like, the first day I walked into work, and uh, one of my fellow employees comes up and he goes, what are you wearing? I go, a sweatshirt. What are you wearing? He goes, what's on your sweatshirt? I go, I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> and that was it. He just kind of walked away, and I'm like, bro, it's cool, man. Like, it's cool. Like, whatever it is you believe in, I'm fu I am fucks with it. You know what I'm saying? And just know that moving forward. Like, we're all, we've got this goal in life, and we're all trying to chase it. Don't worry. I'm not trying to get in your way, dude. You know what I mean? I'm a good guy. <laughs> you know? And I think it's that's like, it. It's like, like the thing is, is like, who cares if you're not? Like, if you're not impacting his life. No, like, I'm not. But it's somebody I have to deal with on a daily basis, is, right? Is, it's, so it's, it's the clothing. comments. It's the shit. Yeah, it's, it's clothing. The things, but it's the, but energy, the thing is, though, is that, dude, like, is he, at, is he at home praying for you? Oh, maybe. I don't know. I'm just saying, like, yeah. it's like you're just when you're infringing on, their, on other people Do for shit pray? that doesn't matter. Do you pray? I know. Have you ever prayed? Ah, uh, yes. Same. When you prayed, did things come true? Uh, so this it's thing so it's things that I think are different, right? Like I don't believe in ghosts, but I think your brain can manifest things. Do you think it's energy then? I think it's So do you Okay, oh, go ahead. You think it's, I think when you verbally put things out into the world, it makes them more real than just a thought in your brain. Gotcha. That's what I think. So like if you say, like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, like, it's kind of bouncing around the universe. Mm -hmm. Like, it's in your brain, like, something, you actually made a physical mm -hmm. manifestation of what your brain is saying. Right. So I feel like it makes it more real, and it makes it more tangible, and I think it's something more to, like, look forward to. I think it's different, like, when people are like, oh, I'm going to lose weight. Mm -hmm. Because people say, I'm going to lose weight. But I also like snacks. You're essentially just like negating it, right? Like you're saying like, I'm going to lose weight, but I like snacks. So if I don't lose weight, it's because I like snacks. Right. You know, so, but I feel like if you're really like somebody who's putting it out there, like you're on this weight loss journey, 
I feel like you stick to it even if you got to start over 87 times. Yeah, but I think we're all on a journey, really. You know, like we're all on a diet. We're all trying to get a certain way. I don't think anybody's really happy, you know, with themselves. So, you know, everybody's like, oh, I'm happy, I'm happy. But then you see people like having different surgeries done and stuff. And you're like, are you really happy? It's like, you know. So. Go ahead. This is where you and I differ. Differ what? Uh, (laughs) As far as surgeries, right? Because you talk about like, oh, people are getting these surgeries. Like the thing is, is that like, uh. If a girl has giant boobs. Oh, I'm not talking about. Okay, yes. No, but it's part of the surgeries, right? If a girl has. What, what's the difference between a girl who has giant boobs and gets them reduced? No, no, or that's a girl. Not, that's that's or a, a girl, health thing. Or yeah, but you're talking about a health thing. No boobs. It's a mental health thing. If a girl has no boobs and she doesn't like the way she looks when she puts on a dress or she has people like men saying she, she's built like a boy Here's the or whatever I'm it is. Thinking, okay. When it comes to a health issue, because I have a friend that I grew up with, right? She had breast reduction done, right? Because, and it's back problems, right? It comes down to back problems. I understand as a man, I don't know what that's like. I know what like knee problems are like because right. I'm a mailman. So I can talk about, uh, what it's like to have the start of arthritis or, you know, all that. So that's what I'm saying. I'm talking about, uh, like, you know, like Instagram, when you go to there and you see what's being put out there for the generation to come and how they're supposed to look like and feel like this is how they are only accepted. If they look like this, you know what I'm saying? Instead of just being happy with who you are. Yeah, but and the- I understand when it comes down to health issues, right? If you have health issues, yes, you should definitely take care of yourself. If I have like a nut that's enlarged, right? I'm going to go get that fixed. Or if I don't have one, if I have to, if I have, um, if I have cancer, right? Like say I have, um, hold on, hold on, hold on, Uh, don't interrupt me. Say if I have uh, testicular cancer and I have one removed, right? And so I go to meet with a girl and she sees that I only have one ball. She knows I can't have kids. Maybe I can, maybe I can't, I don't know. But I'm saying she sees it's removed and and I feel a certain way. So (laughs) then I go and I have surgery and I have a fake ball implanted so that there's a fake one and a real one. So that next person I meet, I have two balls and it looks like I can have yeah, kids. Yeah, but that's not a health issue. To attract. That's, that's purely what you just did. Was, well, there was, we go. It's the purely, same thing. No, I'm saying that. It's purely cosmetic. It's a cosmetic surgery that men can get or men would get to have but something men, look a certain but way. But men get surgeries all the time. I'm talking like about women gets, who have... Go ahead. Men get liposuction to get more definition in their stomach and chest. I don't know any men who's <laughs> men, ever... Okay. Men get uh pack uh, men get pec implants, they get calf implants. Like men do some stuff too. They right. get men will get botox, men will get facelifts. They'll dye their beards. Like the thing to me is that I feel like if if something with you, like if you have a fucked up nose and you every time you look at your face in a mirror, you know that you would be you would feel 10 million times better about yourself if you got your nose fixed because you got this beak and every day just it just kills you to look at your face. I feel like you should be able to go to a surgeon and get it fixed and feel better about yourself. So if it comes down to fake boobs, right? Right? Same thing. Like, looks, Let's look at it as I'm not happy with my boobs, so I want right. to have bigger boobs. Okay. Is that cool? Yeah. If you're in a marriage, okay. 
does the man have an opinion or no? Because it's my body, my choice. So I'm asking you as a yeah, curious you ha- person. Yeah, you have an opinion if it's if you're paying for it, I feel like. like what do you if, mean you're paying for it? If if you have, like us, we have a joint bank account, uh-huh. right? If, if I tell you I'm going to go get my boobs done uh-huh. and we're both paying for it. What if you have your own money and you say, I'm saving money and I've been saving this from all my Christmases and birthday for the last 10 years. You wouldn't see the dedication for that person of what how much it bothers you them. Want it? If someone saved their money for 10 years to get their boobs can, fixed. What about a credit card? You could literally go get a credit card to have it done. What are anybody you, could, I'm you saying anybody. I'm going I, with your scenarios, Yeah, Dave. yeah, yeah. You I know. literally I'm said saying, someone has been saving all their Christmas money and birthday money for 10 years to get their boobs fixed. To me, you're going to look at me and tell me that that person isn't bothered daily by that, that they would go 10 years saving money right. to be able to get that fixed? Yeah. No, I get it. I right. guess. Well, I'm just looking more of like, you know. Yeah, yeah, sure. It's like women right, have right, babies, right. their mm-hmm. boobs get saggy, yeah. they start to be self-conscious, they want to get them fixed, it starts to pull down on their back, they, it starts to become a health problem if they want to get their, what if they don't get implants? What if they just get them lifted up? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they get they get skin removed and then, then they, they the just guys get lifted, get, like a breast right, reduction. like balls, right? Then like the balls just keep going lower and lower so then they would be like, I need this skin removed because I'm self-conscious that my balls keep dropping. Yeah, or if like that's my true. ears, my ears keep getting bigger, right? Men like my get beers ear keep, surgery. Keep getting bigger so like I want to go get surgery so that my ears are reduced. Or what if or you like, get electrolysis because like, because you feel mm, like your back's too hairy mm, or because you... Right, right. Or, like I want to have all the hair taken off of me. Like literally I just did that. I literally shaved my no, entire body. But I'm body. saying, though, at like, it's like the thing is, is that <sighs> if it, to me, it's like, mm. uh, it's if it's someone else's body and it's something that's really bothering them, it mm. I, I feel like it's something different if it's an extreme. Mm-hmm. Like the person already has big boobs, but they want to have the world's biggest boobs. Mm. So they want to get 34 triple, whatever, triple H's or whatever. Yeah. And you know it's going to be a problem for them. It's like why? Like, like you it's can just put your a, I feel like a lot of it's attention. I feel like a lot of it is a star for attention. It's like uh, you know, I want to look younger. I want to, you know, it's all, uh, you know. I don't know. I just know that Kim Kardashian re, you know. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. It's just a. Uh, it's a what? What's being put out there of what like girls need to look like? So it's like, you know, all yeah. These- but who's it being put out there by? Like who's applauding them? Who's who's applauding what? That's what I I'm saying. Like those girls on Instagram, people wouldn't want to look like them if they weren't getting some sort of pop. Oh right? yeah, they get the so pop. So it's but like what's here you pop? are, like, you're what are you a girl looking for. I guess. Like well, what, I think that's the point. You're, you're 20 years a... old. You're in college. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't get a date because uh, because you feel self conscious about your boobs. Right. And these dudes are bringing up all these porn star girls and you're sitting there going, man, I can't get no one to date me. Yeah. You know, I've always had these small boobs. I'll never have boobs. there's somebody for everybody, dude. We'll just agree to disagree then. Because just, just for That's me, right, I, I, I feel I mean, like we're it's literally not, in that right now. Because the had, thing to me is that like, an election well, night. it's like, like, for instance, you talked about getting a hormone replacement therapy. Doesn't that help you to to 
be Oh no, I mean that's younger, HGH. That's like but I'm that's like you, estrogen therapy. That like at you? some point women stop producing estrogen so you get estrogen shots. You don't have to. You don't have to if you don't want to have sex, you don't do it, right? What like do you mean estrogen, if you don't want to have sex, you don't do what it. What does estrogen Okay. Teach but me I, about it's it's I'm just saying it you know as you age you, Estrogen has something to do with sex, correct? It has something to do with I guess people's sex drive. I'm saying like HGH also has something to do with hormone replacement. No, you're therapy. talking about so TRT. Men, you're talking about testosterone. TRT. HGH testosterone. is human growth so hormone. So I'm talking about TRT. Right. right. HGH. But Dave, you're literally saying that people are getting stuff so they can look younger. Right. And just be happy with who they are and the age they are. But if you are losing testosterone as you age and then you go and you get replacement and you have testosterone of a 27 year old, aren't you doing the same thing? Yeah. Just because you're not having surgery to, to, to get that aesthetic, you're literally getting but replacement. You're, you're not put, like, but you're, you're not replacing things in, right? No, no, you're not. You're not always putting fake things I in. I know. You're talking about uh, BBLs, Brazilian butt lifts, right? They're replacing fat and transferring it into your it's butt. F- right. It's a and fat And now transfer. chicks are having that turned around the other way. Some are, some are not, right? Kim Kardashian had some taken out. Right. And you can get fat injected into your boobs to make your boobs bigger. Yeah. Like if it's your own fat and you're going to inject it in a different place of your body, is that the same as getting something put in, you know? And then it's like, if, if, if you're getting testosterone replacement therapy mm. or hormone replacement therapy, they're yeah. giving you the amount of hormones that you would have at that age. Right. At that age. But right. if you're getting 27 year old testosterone levels, then you're doing the exact same thing. And it's like, you're Why very. Why you want to get. I'm very what? Go ahead. Well, I'm just saying, like, you're you're very adamant about that people are only doing this for attention. Then what? Oh, why? I'm not saying it's only but, for attention. But why no, would I'm you? Saying, then you why would be you younger. get testosterone? People want, like, that's, to me, this is science, right? This is what we're working towards, right? We're working to live longer and be younger. That's literally what we're trying to do, right? It's to live longer, correct. Live longer, correct. That's You're that's never going to get younger. No, you're not going to get younger, but people are having blood, uh, what are those called? Blood where you're putting uh, younger blood, like cycled, to, to, to up the cell count and shit, right, in your blood. Right, but you're, you have but you're not getting like younger. We have, you're we extending have your now. life. People are taking IVs now after right. they drink but because of you're science. you're extending your life. You're right. not becoming younger. You're extending your life. You're so, extending so your life. So at 40, you're going to die at 60. You're two-thirds of the way of your life. But if you can extend your life to 80, you're only halfway through so your life. So if you look good so you for your younger. age at, at 50 and you're happy – you, you're everything's going good then why like why get it if there's because no health not, issues because everything's not going good if they're getting that done you know what i'm saying like everything's going good for you you have sex every day do i think you need testosterone replacement no, no, therapy no. No. no but but you have talked about it consistently no, no, so no. there's I'm not there's literally to, nothing to, to wrong. Spike. No, 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 no. The, the 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 reason I'm looking at testosterone replacement therapy is to spike uh to spike the um the uh metabolism, right? So you get your like if your testosterone at, at 42, if you should have whatever, let's say 700 is what your testosterone level should be at and you test in at 300. 
then you should be able to take the 400 to be at your age that you should be at. That's it. That means your body, something's wrong in your body or something no, no, you it ate. Doesn't. Or so- because 700 is not the number. What's There's the a number? range. Right. There's a There's range. There's a range. Right. And, and if you're and in I that- was told that I'm in the range. Right. So, so I'm not talking wrong. about getting done. I'm saying- Yes, yes, you have. You no, absolutely ta- no. have. Here's yes, what I've have. said. Here's what I've said. This is what I've actually said. I okay. said I would like to go to a male clinic and have my blood work done that's outside of my doctor. Because when I go to a male clinic to have my blood work done, they do a deeper blood work. It's way deeper. Because your doctor's only doing surface blood work. But he'll be able to tell me all the shit. Same like 23 and me, Right? This all kind of goes in the same. So I'm learning about myself after a heart attack that I can't have certain greens because they're not good for my blood. They make it thicker. I would have never known that had I had a heart attack. Right? Right? So that's what I'm saying is that I'm talking about going to a male clinic just to have and pay for that outside of my doctor to say, hey, what does my blood work look like? And then go to a nutritionist and say, what should I be eating, right? Because my time and energy spent on other things and not that. So if if I pay somebody, just like you get your eyebrows or your lashes done, that's what you're doing, right? To look good, feel good. Eyebrows, eyelashes. You have real ones. You don't need to have those done, but you do. So what I'm saying is if I go to a male clinic and he says my stuff's low, then that, or he says, uh, he says, so, this, but, hold on, hold on, hold on. I go, he runs on my blood work and he says, this is the things you're low in iron. You're low in this, you're low in this, you're low in this that I'm not seeing from my doctor, right? Because it's a deeper blood work. Then I can go, oh, I want to supplement these because I can buy those at the store because I'm not getting them in the foods that we're eating here at home. So then I can supplement those to help me be healthier in life without having to get TRT or hormone replacement therapy. Because if I go to my doctor and talk to him about testosterone replacement therapy, the first thing he says is, what does your diet look like? And here's a nutritionist that you need to go see first. Okay, so did your doctor send you to I'm a nutritionist? I'm not doing that yet. I'm I'm wanting to go to a male clinic to get a deeper blood work done. I'm not going there to get on TRT. So you're telling me I'm going me to look at that, that if, stuff if that so that doctor... I can come home and do my own research because I learned that when I went outside of my heart doctor, I found out that I had an aortal aneurysm. Is that true? It is true. I had a scan, and now I have to go back every year to have a scan. And I would have never found that out had I not felt the way I felt and felt like my doctor wasn't doing all the work. So I had to go get a second opinion, which now makes me feel weird that I got to go see my other doctor. He's already canceled on me twice after this. So I got to go to this girl who's now seeing Gage, right? And so I got to get these scans. And the last scan I had, they said it, it increased a little bit. That's what they told me. So am I doing all the right things to live a healthier life? No, but I'm trying to, and we're making baby steps right now. We're doing the watch. We're going out. We're working out. That's the thing. The next step is getting blood work done to see, like, what should I be eating? What shouldn't I be eating? Am I low in this? If I eat more of this, will this help burn more of this fat? 
right? So if I'm eating chips and a sandwich while I'm at work at the post office, it's taken me a lot to burn that, right? Like I just drank two cups of coffee with cream, right? I'm not burning that, but I know tomorrow if I go to the gym, I'm going to burn that off, right? Because my watch is going to tell me, hey, dude, you just burnt 900 calories. Add that up in your head, you know? Go look at what you ate and see. If you want to burn, if you want to lose weight, you got to burn more than you eat, and that's kind of where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? So going to that doctor will help me look at myself more, which also is what I'm, I, I just checked the, I was going through uh, my emails and it was a 23 and me. I was getting rid of some while we were sitting here chatting. I was listening to you talk and 23 and me, like we learned a lot from that, you know, like that's literally where we learn. Hey dude, you are this guy and you should not be these, uh, these greens because your blood is thicker than most people. And uh, it will clot more. And that's why, you know, I couldn't get my cardio version when I had that heart thing. Because I had a blood clot. You know what I mean? So, thank God for 23andMe, you know, and second opinions. Because I'm here. You know? So, you know, roundabout way. uh, You know, I I think, uh, do you, boo. In the end, you know, everybody. Like, what, look good, feel good. No, look good, feel good. No, I'm talking you and you're, me. You're I'm literally saying, the I'm polar not, opposite. No, 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 you're no, no, like, no, no, no. You're like, Hold on, let me US, talk. You laughed you at, talk. I literally just listened to you okay. talk for the last 10 minutes. I'm saying do you boo for everybody out there who's trying to do it. I'm saying if you're in a marriage, there's like things and boundaries you have to talk about as a marriage. It's deeper talk than that, you know? I'm not saying that it's a health thing. If it's a health thing, then that's end all be all. Because to me, in sickness and in health, that's where we're at. Like, if it's a health issue, then you should do it. That's it. So the do you boo is like whatever you want to do out there, whatever research you want. But make sure you're doing your research because I didn't do the research I should have done, and that put me in the position I'm in right now. You know, that's the dad speak. It's like do your research. Don't trust everything you hear from people, even on here. Like, you know, the guy at the gym, he's gone now. Rest in peace to my buddy Rodney. But that dude put me on a diet that worked, but it also, like, fucked up some eating habits, you know? I learned about my metabolism, right? I learned how to burn it, and it was literally what he said, you know? And I did it exactly to his T. The problem was is I didn't look at my son who was right there with me doing it, you know? And we deal with the consequences now. He understands it. He's living a healthier life, and that's all that matters. You know what I mean? That's like the that's like the life thing. <laughs> you know, it's like we fuck up to learn from our fuck ups, you know, and teach that these are the fuck ups you don't want to do. You know, and the sad thing is is re- history repeats itself, you know, and we're kind of seeing that right now in the big picture of the world, you know. So fuck man, we didn't even talk about Halloween. Like fucking Halloween was pretty lit this year. We went to Columbus Zoo. What was that called? Zoo. Zubu. Zubu. Zubu? Yeah, Zubu. So it was the Columbus Zubu. Columbus Zoo, is it? It's Is it like? World renowned, Jack Hanna. That's it. That's what I was just going to say. That, you yeah. literally took the words out of my mouth. Word, word renowned. Yeah, I should be quiet. The boys are getting ready to go back. What? Oh, I was just seeing what yeah. time it was. You ready to end it? You look yeah, they're not happy. What? Oh, tired, not sick, sick. Jade's yeah, been sick. sick. I've been sick. So, 
Shout out to everybody out there fighting whatever's going around. Be safe. Take care of yourself. Yeah, I'd, um, we went to Zubu and we all dressed up and the kids dressed up and Bert was a rainbow and Lola, awesome. uh, Lola was a mermaid. That's right, mermaid. Yeah, she ripped mm-hmm. her dress. Damn Today's it. their birthday. They're yep. five years old today. Five years old. Nieces and nephews, the Seabus family. Yeah. Yeah. So we Always went to a that. good time. Always a good time. We're got, about to see them in Friendsgiving. Yep. And then uh, we had actual, uh, we actually went to uh, Heather's. We did three things. Yeah, Heather's wrestling party. She had her well, Heather's, wrestling event. Heather's Halloween party. Yeah, we went what did to. I say? Wrestling party? Yeah, Halloween yeah, party. Heather had her Halloween party, and we went to that this year. And then um, it was a good time. She had they have an infinity table. Yeah. So uh, you and I played chess. I we talked did. a lot of shit. You did, and I beat you. <laughs> you beat me. I put it out there, or you put it out there. I reposted it. I take my L's. I've taken pretty good. Um, yeah, it's called the infinity table. Uh, was talking to uh what's his name about it uh ed and he said uh it came up as a um i gotta order those things it came up as a uh one of those facebook ads oh yeah yeah he said he was sitting on the couch watching wrestling and a facebook ad popped up with this infinity table and it was like nine hundred dollars <laughs> and he was like ah fuck it try it out it was a hit you and yeah. i played everybody else was playing on it has it. it has board games on it that you can play it's got all yeah all types of stuff it probably had 50 games. At least 50, yeah. at least. If, uh, and it looked probably like something you could more. probably plug in and download more. Probably, uh, yeah. Probably buy, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we went to her party, and then yeah. uh, we had actual Halloween here. Yeah, her party was cool, though. Uh, some drinking going on. Uh, that was my first time at her house. Yeah. And it's... Uh, a lot of stuff in there, a lot of cool shit, um, but uh, a lot of collectibles. Yeah, collectibles, a lot of collectibles, kind of like our house. Like it's just, I don't know, it makes me think of the our generation. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like I don't know, our generation. Like my dad used to collect hats, and now I'm the hat guy, and now Dade's the hat guy. So it's literally yeah. history repeats itself, you know. And it's like their house. You go in there, and it's like. Fucking Road Warriors, Ultimate Warrior, Hulk Hogan, fucking real belts, you know, like the whole thing's just lying. And it's just like, man, awesome, you know? And uh, what did we have? We had uh, Heather dressed up as uh, uh, Simmons. Richard Simmons. Richard Simmons. Ed dressed it up as Zubaz. <laughs> Uh, he's just wearing his normal clothes. He said he, he was a, work. he said he was a worker. I yeah. was like, good one. <laughs> we need those these days. <laughs> Uh, and then, uh, we had, uh, Forrest and Jenny, Forrest and Jenny. Uh, we had the, mer- uh, Ursula, mm-hmm. Ursula, the bad mermaid girl from Heather's. I don't know what that is. You have to explain that. It's just Heathers. a movie from the eighties Yeah, and all the girls name were Heather's in it. Yeah. Is her real name Heather? No, it's not. Mm-mm. It's an interesting costume. I feel like I'm forgetting someone. Oh, uh, there was a who day. There's a who day there. You were a witch. I was the voodoo. Mm-hmm. Voodoo king. Uh, she has all her blow-ups. Yeah, a million blow-ups. A million blow-ups. You can, like, it's in the reel I posted. Uh, we went to Detroit. <laughs> Fuck it. Oh, we did go to Detroit. God, we did wrestling. Like, we could just save that for the next one. Yeah, we went to Detroit, and we. Do you want to save it for the Dave, next one? Dave went to his first Red Wing game. 
And I went to my first Red Wing game at Little Caesars Arena. We didn't Arena. even talk about her wrestling. Well, that was after. That was after. That was just yeah, so, Friday. Yeah, so when did we plan this trip? So we're doing this hockey rink tour. We've talked about it on a couple podcasts ago. Uh, we're going to every NHL hockey arena. And we call it the NHL hockey rink tour. We call it the rink tour. Rink tour. I call it the hockey rink tour. Ho- hashtag hockey rink tour. Or whatever. We went to the Winter Classic, and this was our fourth one, uh, was um, Detroit, right? It's actually our third one. It's our fourth event, but our third one. No. No, we went to Las Vegas. We went to Chicago. We went to Columbus, and then we just hit Detroit, and then we hit the Winter Classic. That was our fifth event, fourth one. Oh, that's what I meant. I wasn't oh, yeah. counting the Winter Classic, oh, so that I was count four. I the Winter Classic oh, okay. as an event, so this is our fourth our rink fifth we event. hit. Our this fifth is event. our fifth event, but our fourth, fourth rink. rink. Like, we went to the Winter Classic at Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know. She got a Rudy Pop. She got a Rudy Pop. Uh, it was a good time. It, once again, it was the Dave Wingett tour, I feel like, because, um, like, I, I wish we would have explored. What, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. We stayed up late or something. There was some reason why, or we slept in that next day, and then, like, I, I just, yeah, we, we didn't really check out the cathedral, but you know, I wanted to kind of check that out. No, what happened was was what that Dave was. had these plans in his brain, but didn't say anything to me about them, there and then go. the next day was upset that we didn't go and do those things. Yeah, but I didn't know he wanted to do those things because yeah. if we would have known, we would have got up earlier and we would have. So headed these out. are things in the marriage that you go into counseling talking about, because it was an impactful thing. Like I guess we we probably fought about that, huh? Yeah, we did. And I said, mm-hmm. why are you mad at me yeah. for not doing something I had no idea about? Right. Because you were disappointed. Right. Like you were disappointed because you wanted to do things. Anyway, uh, yeah, so we went to Detroit and uh, it's a cool arena. I wish we would have went when Joe Lewis was still there, though. But, you know, I don't know if we were even doing the tour there. It's just disappointing because we've been together for 22 years. And, you know, it would have been nice to hit those, but I feel like we're at a point where, like, now we can kind of do it. Like, we can afford it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like we couldn't really afford it before, you know? So it's like you can't be upset, you know? It was a good time. Like, the arenas, it's a nice arena. Like, it's kind of got this open floor plan walking in where it's like, uh, it's got restaurants. Would you say it's an oval? And... Would you say it's like an oval? Like a horseshoe, I would. Yeah, well, I guess it was. You can sit all the way around, but it felt like at one end they didn't have as much stuff, right? Like more like a horseshoe. Sure. Yeah. Right. So the horseshoe part had like this. It it was like three floors, right? But the second floor was like open. It was like an open floor plan on the outskirts, which was cool. I like that. So it was like you could literally see all three floors, you know, like standing on the first floor. You could look up. You see the second floor all the way around of the horseshoe. And then if you looked above that, you could see the third floor in certain sections around the horseshoe. So that to me was really cool as far as um, as far as structure and uh, what is that that I took in school? I'm a fan of architecture. That's it. 
art, right? So art, architecture. So like, yeah. Go ahead. What is your thoughts of it? That was your first time there, right? Yeah, I've never been there before. What did you think about it? Um, it was, I liked it because it had actual restaurants that you could go to inside. Like if you, yeah. and they open the doors pretty early so that you can go to those. Mm-hmm. But, um, the thing that I really liked about it was that even after the game was over, you could go back into those restaurants, like from the outside. So if there was no game, those restaurants were still open like during the week. So oh, it was like, it was from a, the outside. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Cause Yeah. It was yeah, a cool right. place. So you could like go into those restaurants and, yeah. and eat at a restaurant on a Wednesday and then go to a Wings game on a Thursday or a Pistons game yeah, on a I'm Friday. Sure that, yeah. So they, they are employed every day. I listen to not people only talk during about games. why they're doing that. <laughs> why like places like a lot of these, because you keep it all within. You know well, but it, it keeps like, your it keeps your venue making money every day, and not just days that you have not events on. Exactly right. So your stores open, right? Know, because like with food, with the Pistons, they want to buy f- right. With the Pistons and the Red Wings being there, they have mm-hmm. to flip it right for a game. So it's not really like they have a Red Wings game and then the very next day have a Pistons game. Like they right. need a day to flip it, right? And then they have the Pistons game. Yeah, you know. So it's like on that day that they don't have anything. Yeah. You know, is the day that they can still have people in for restaurants and stuff, which I thought was real cool. Yeah, and they're not like little, it's not Taco Bell and shit. It's like, you know, like I feel like the Red Stadium is our stadium that's most like that right now. You know, like the Bengals, you know, we've been to a couple of those games. That's literally the concrete jungle. It feels like it. Yeah, they don't it have It doesn't feel as like cool. That. It feels like a few, like, yeah, you can go to Frisch's in there, but it's not like... You know, but it's not like Frisch's. Jeff Ruby's well, or it's like, uh, like, but it's not like Frisch's. Like they serve Frisch's food, but you're st- it's still a walk up. You right, know, like you're right, not right, 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 right. You're, you're not, not sitting, sitting and, down eating. and eating. Right, right. In a they have a. Few, I, no, I don't even think it, they have any. Not, not in the Bengal Stadium. The Reds, they have like the, the patios, they have the, like the decks. No, and they shit. have that machine room. Yeah. And then at U.S. Bank, they have their machine room. Yeah, well, yeah, like we don't, I'm thinking of uh, the the stadium with the uh, soccer too. I'm trying to think I've never that, been but. there, so that one I don't know. No, but I think that, I think that's what they wanted. Like that's what, um, you know, Little Caesars Arena wanted. But, like, Their the idea is, is was that, we like, wanted everything to be, you know, right like, in Like I don't think you can go to the big red machine room at the red stadium if they're not, if they don't have a game. You know yeah, no, it's not open. No, yeah. like you and I couldn't go down there during the week, right? right? There's nowhere around here that anything's open. That's why I think it's cool. But you can understand where they're moving. Like, I right. feel like UC's doing that. Like, the UC football campus. You know, like, maybe college is starting. Like, I feel like I feel like college has kind of surpassed pro sports and football, maybe. Like, people are kind of, like, they're taking their ideas from the generation of college into like the older generation of the NFL. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? You feel it? You know what I'm saying? No. No. Fuck. Shit. Everybody else is probably thinking. That. Like I haven't been to like a, I haven't been to like a UC game or anything. Are you Didn't just talking? Didn't we go to, I thought are, you went. Are you just talking about the campus itself? Yeah. The can just, yeah. Like the environment, like the campus environment. Like when you go up to UC, they have a target on the campus. And it's like their campus target, but it's like well, this but the little thing tiny with, target. Yeah, but the thing with UC, though, is that it's blended in with the city around the it. The city of Clifton. Like, right. like Michigan State 
um, like it is its own like entity, and right. the city but don't is around you feel it. Feel like Little Caesars Palace was trying to be like that, right? They want their own little city. Like, yeah, that's how theirs is. They're it's trying like to be like that. Like thing. they took that from the college. Whoever started that, whoever was like, this is how our campuses should be to make it more comfortable for our students. We also need to do that with our stadiums and shit, you know, which is general. It'll bring more traffic to the stadium. Like if the Red Stadium had a restaurant that was open right now that you could like have wedding reception. I know the Bengals do where you can yeah, have a wedding Yeah, you can have reception. weddings there. Yeah, like shit like that. Because but also they have, have, their a, club. have like like well, more lines should be. They in have there. they like have their club. Line, yeah, go ahead. Like they have their club. Like Michigan's or uh, the Bengals and and the Reds. They have their club, like level, mm -hmm. and yeah. it's like a big open space where you can like have right. meetings or weddings and receptions, and then they have bars in there, like where like multiple bartender spots right. because when I worked uh, making La Rosa's pizzas at the Reds games, I right. was in this back room and they brought it out into that big room. And that's where everyone who's, who sat yeah. in those club seats right. got to come in and they would eat for free. It was all you could eat club seats and you would yeah. come up there and you would sit there. And then the same thing at the Bengal stadium, they have their yeah. club area and it's, they take the food out there and it's all you can eat food out there and you got to have the special club seats. Yeah. And that's where they have weddings and stuff. But you can't go there, like, on a normal day right. unless you're having a meeting or something there. Right. Yeah, but I think that's what I'm saying. Like, I think big picture, that's where we're going to be moving to. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, I, like, I, think, I think the dynamic is different. Like, like, Michigan State, the stadium is is their stadium. That's it. But like, what's the city around the stadium? Is the vibe like a city or no? Like, the the stadium is, like, in the middle of, but that's old of the campus. Like, you have to go, like half mile from the stadium to get to the main road where all the shops are and stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, it's literally on campus. Not, so, right. like, here's the football stadium. Yeah. And then here's a big field. Here's some Is there any hotels around there? In in Lansing. There you go. So, we, so yeah. you have to ride a bus to get right. over but there. But I think that, like, You're not walking you know, to them. I think that if, you know, 10 years down the road, uh, Michigan State becomes – Whatever. Who knows? Like Rutgers. Who, here's where like I'm at. Rutgers this NIL because it's New York. Right, this NIL is going to bring more money into college sports and athletes, and just it's going to change college sports and make it more competitive with professional sports, which in turn is going to probably pay college athletes. Which you know, who in turn, Deep Dave might move down the road where now your high school athletes are trying to get paid and shit. Who knows? Right, but. Like if 10 years down the road, Michigan state comes into some money and they decide, Hey, we're going to redo our, don't you think that they'll try and buy like houses around the area? Or is it like a green Bay thing? It's like literally green off Bay. campus. You know uh, what I'm saying? Like oh, it's, it's off campus. Like the campus isn't around their stadium. No, the, the, the stadium is on campus. If they wanted to buy some houses, like here's grand river, like they would be buying them across. They would essentially, the stadium is not near those edges. So like right. if they were to buy those houses, like it's just, would it's, they tear them down and put shops in there to there's bring shops people? on Grand River? Uh -huh. So like I live down here. So if I went down this street and down, down here, here, like at Michigan State, so I live. I'm just for the audience for people listening. So if you're looking at the a map of Michigan State, uh -huh. I lived. It's like two miles by two miles, and I lived in the southwest corner. Uh -huh. Well, across the street from me to the right, like directly across the, the little street from my dorm uh, was the athletic center okay. where like they would go to lift weights and do tutoring right. and stuff. Right. And across the, the like North of me across this like double lane street, what is 
the Breslin Center, Munn Ice Arena, and Spartan Stadium. They're all right in a row. So how far is walking distance from all this shit? One block. It's literally across the street from Oh, me. so then that's, yeah. Then everything's kind of, that's like you see. You know, but yeah, that, but there's no this? Target. You know what I'm saying? Like, but do they have a Walmart? Do they have no, any big stores for kids to shop right outside? I used right to ride outside? the bus What's three hours to Meyer. It would take me but three hours on the bus to, to get That had to have changed by now. There has to be. Maybe, but Grand yeah. River had all these shops on it. Like Michigan State Credit Union was on it. There was a uh, uh, Jimmy John sub shop. Yeah. There's some bars. There's like the bookstores up there. But there's like the quad, which was like. What's her name? Just went there, didn't she? Caitlin. Yeah, Caitlin. The, like, the, like our student union has like a couple restaurants, but that's essentially right off Grand River. Right. So, like, maybe they've built some stuff over there since then, but, like, that's East Lansing, and it's kind of, like, a richer area. Yeah. When you go into Lansing, it's uh, more poor when you come right. out of East Lansing, go into Lansing. But wonder what like, it's like now. Going to Lansing is where, changed, but I wonder like, what it's like, if now. you went into Lansing, like, there was a Walmart. Uh, if you went into Okemos, well, there was a Meyer. We would ride, ride the bus. Right. We would ride the cat. I, I Which would, would take time, right? I it's would have to walk longer than just. I would have to walk from my corner all the way up to Grand River, get on the Cata, and then take it all the way to Okemos to the Meyer. How far was a Meyer? From your campus, if you were to walk, I know if I ten, 10 miles. miles? Oh, yeah. So when I was on the bus, you, you know they're stopping all that time. Than, you know they would take now. you down to Meyer in the mall, like the mall yeah. was down there, mm-hmm. and then we'd ride the bus back, or you could take the bus into Lansing, and they had like you know like a Kroger or something. Yeah. In Lansing, it was right. by where I got a gym membership, so we would ride the bus into Lansing. Yeah. But you'd ride the cat, and it was like because your student was like fifty cents or something like that. But it took forever. Right. So. Yeah. Your brother. So, like, you see the whole, is, like, built in. So, like, you're walking through. Well, you're walking through Cincinnati to get to. Clifton. Clifton's, like, a whole nother. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like Bogart's, the concert. But you're saying, like, here's, here's, you see stuff. And then here's, like, people's houses. And then here's another UC building that they bought later. Right. And it's right, spread right, like the right, city right, 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 is mixed right. in. I got what you're saying. Different buildings. Like, yeah, the city like the Art is, Academy the did the same thing. In. Like we used to have our sculpture class and it was in over the Rhine. Right. But that was a part of Art Academy. Like it right. was literally on but, the thing. Right. And if but they the, had the city is between, the city is mixed in yeah. to the to the campus because they bought stuff See, later. Like Mount so, Adams, when I was in college at Mount Adams, it was like that. Like when 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 I went to class, uh, we were at an old high school that they turned into our college and it was on the hill and right across the street was a parking garage. And then actually on the street, St. Gregory right across the street was a UDF. Right. So we would get there early and then like, you know, we would have class and then we would have like an hour break between class. So I would go to UDF get a bagel, get something to drink, and then I'd go out on their porch. We'd hang out. Right, but but, but you technically or, weren't on campus anymore. Like, your campus for, yes, for your thing was the building. Yes, thing, right. Was but the if, building. Right. And it's the same way. Right. like yours. Right. Yeah, like, you would right. leave campus to go to. But it's like a whole city is the point. Like, their it, target it's, it's isn't in the on middle. campus. UC doesn't have a target on their campus. Right, it's on McMillan. Right. That's what I'm but that's saying. what I'm saying. Like it's mixed in. Like right. it, it the, the camp their campus is mixed in a city. Like Rutgers, they don't have a place that like if you went to their football game, they have no parking to tailgate. So people park in all the free parking lots and they do a, a bar crawl. 
bet. all yeah. the way down from the bars to the stadium. They yeah. don't because there's no place to tailgate. Out? Because my friend Lisa Ojibwe, she uh, she went to Rutgers. Oh, okay. For Stop. she went to Central Michigan when I met her, and then she went to Rutgers for her masters. Right. Um. Nice. So yeah, you literally bar crawl. Oh, and then um, uh, Rebecca from my work. Uh, she went to a tailgate there too. She went to Ohio State, but she went there with a uh, one of our other friends from work named Abby, and oh. they did a whole bar crawl too. And she was telling me about. It. And I was like, "Oh, my friend Lisa told me about that." Yeah, sounds dope. Yeah, but that's because they don't have any place, so you literally walk through the Future city trip. to the stadium. Yeah, future Directors. trip. We'll have to go visit Michigan State. We didn't have any sports teams at the Art Academy in Cincinnati. Yeah. So, it happens. I know. We don't even have a flag. I'm going to have to make one. No flag? Yeah, I'm going to get a flag. I'm going to make one. You, can just, say that. you can just say that Pride flag is the Art Academy. You can just no, put, I don't need to say You can that. just put no, AAC on it for no. Art Academy I'm Cincinnati. I'm I've had enough Pride stuff in the last six well, you can months. Make it. I'm, I'm over-prided. I'm kind of prided out. Okay. <laughs> you know? That's literally, yeah, like I've, uh, yeah, 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 no. No, there's like their new logo is like a little face made out of ACC. So like the the A is like for their eyes. CC. I don't know. I have to. Show I was just it, thinking it was colorful, like art. Yeah. No. So. To me, Art Academy. I I don't know. Like we just never. Yeah. No. I love that school. It's just uh, you know. I'm sure it's advanced now. I didn't really take advantage of it. I could go back, but you know. There's just so much access now that it's hard to, you know, you get out of college, you're fucking behind. You know what I mean? You got to go back and train more and work on stuff. Frank's getting up. He's like, oh, I need to go to the bathroom. He's like, Arr. Yeah, you can probably hear him on the, I don't know what these mics pick up. Like, I, I can't hear him in my headset, but I don't know how good these mics are because they get the peas. I, I can yeah, hear I the peas when I talk. But, um, yeah. He's like complaining about it in his ear. Yeah, let me see. I mean, we're shit. We're in it. We're a few hours in, but yeah. I mean, we got we got basically everything we wanted to talk about. Agreed. Yeah. So, do you want to finish us out? Because I need to use the restroom. Um, we're gonna finish. Yeah, I'll finish it out. You can go ahead. Do you want to? I'll take Frankie with me. Just uh, hop the gate. And I'll bring the dogs because after I'm done with this, I'll take the dogs outside. Oh, so what? Me go and then you finish the podcast on your own? Yeah, I was gonna run it out right now. Oh, that's what I was gonna do with you. Oh, let's rock it I out. Wasn't gonna leave. I, I got was... some shit to say. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So uh, you know, listen. Um, talk about it. Be about it. Energy. That's where we're at. We got some shit to do. We're making some moves with some friends. Uh, let's see. Saturday. Um, fuck. Let me see here. Let me give some shout outs here. So hang with me while I bring this shit up. Jade, if you got any, um, I know Heather's got her premiere coming up. Uh, we can hit that, but Saturday at, uh, nine fifty pavilion street, um, promptly eight o'clock PM. My, uh, our friend, uh, Sean, uh, DJ shark week is going to be doing a set at, at uh up in mount adams i think that's mount adams right mm -hmm. yeah so 950 pavilion street i forget what it is is hilltop. Uh, hilltop hilltop so i actually uh when we did the art walk up there um 
those were on Saturday nights and Hilltop was one of the places and they just started following us on a spouse podcast. So shout out to them. Thanks for the follow. Uh, so go see his set. That's what we got coming up. Um, what do you got? You got anything? Oh, you got, let's see. We got the, uh, you know, we could give some free ads here. What do we got? Uh, Friday tomorrow, tomorrow morning. Where are you going? Oh, I'm going to the Holiday Expo Center at the Duke Energy Center. There you go. Say hi. Um, Jade will be there with uh, mom and my sister. Gloria. Gloria. They're all uh, kids. I'm 715. But but November is Native American Heritage Month. Okay. And on Wednesday, the Supreme Court uh, just started hearing a case that will decide if the Indian Child Welfare Act, also known as ICWA, stands. Uh, Basically, what ICWA does is it... um, gives uh, first priority to Native American children, to Native American families. So first internally to their Native American, to their own, their own actual family, and then internally to their tribe, and then to other uh, members of other tribes before they're uh, placed into a non-Native home. Um, if ICWA uh, gets struck down by the Supreme Court, it'll essentially uh, make a huge impact um, to Indigenous sovereignty. Um because our our entire culture depends on being together and keeping that culture going from generation to generation. So if Native children aren't displaced um, into non-Native families, you start to lose that, and then you start to lose your sovereignty. So if you uh, feel so inclined, uh, feel free to send messages to the Supreme Court or post about uh, your support for ICWA Instagram, on, on Twitter. Your, Facebook on your social media all your pages socials, and yeah. also tell your friends about it. Yeah. Listen, dude, uh, Ohana, we talk about it all the time. I feel like that's the whole energy we were talking about earth, all this shit. Like these are things we're passionate about. So if you're fucking with us, then help support us and together we can help change, right? Like change doesn't happen if we don't all work together. We all have different opinions. We all live different lives, but we all in the end want the same thing. We love our family. We want to enjoy life. We want to, we want to live happily ever after. And so that's where we're at. Like, give us a like, give us a follow, you know, rate us on our Facebook page. I know we're not up to that. We're trying to get more uh, into that and do more. We've got a lot of shit going on. You know, it's a me and Jade team here. We don't have anybody. It's me and her literally doing all the stuff. We want to get some. uh, I've got people reaching out for merch. I've been working on some merch. I got some cool ideas in the phone. We got a lot of shit going on. So like us, follow us on everything. Espouse Podcast, Waggle Studios, um, Nasty Boys, spelled with a 3-O-Y-Z. Let's see. uh, uh, Best Friend Show Podcast, uh, Wicked 101. Uh, What else? Come on. Hit them. These are all the, anything else, hon? Nope. That's it. So, I'm Dave. I'm Jade, and this has been Espoused, and we're out.